Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to Big Think Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. I, for one, can't wait to take a load off. A load off what? Chris Wolfhard. I use an eight-way joystick. And Dr. Agro. Paya Papaya. Here on Gigaboots. Well, now I know what Agro was playing. <laughs> hey you guys hear about video games <laughs> somewhat it's like uh, it's like board games right um uh, no those are two different characters on the avgn cinematic universe Ooh. yeah only one <laughs> of them's a serial killer only one of them is the serial killer and it's not the one you're thinking anyway we're here to talk about video games. First, though, because there's, this isn't news. This isn't a game we played. I have to get this out now. I spent way too much time in the last 12 hours watching AI-generated Seinfeld. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Uh, where somebody just bashed together some AI scripts and other things along with Unity to make it tell a comedy through a sitcom. And I'm watching this, and I'm like... David Jaffe wants the video game that generates content like this. This is the game he and all these other people are talking about where they're like, in the future, the AI is going to make the game for you. The ultimate Ubisoft game. You're going to be like, tell me, send me on a quest that's funny. <laughs> and then they're going to be like, uh, listen, Traveler, we have a problem with fish. You need to go fish all the fish. <laughs> By the way, what did the fish say when it ran into the wall? Damn. And then, and then he's going to go on a, a fishing quest. And that's, that's the future of gaming, Bob. That's the best Matt Hazard game I've ever heard of. I hope Matt Hazard is funnier <laughs> on a genuine level than AI-generated Seinfeld. Sure, it, that'll it, happen. God, It'll definitely geez. be funnier than that. I booted it last night, right? I booted Eat Lead last night to make sure it was working. And it pops up an achievement that says, says, I what was it? I hope you enjoy this game. Or I'm sure you'll really enjoy this game, hyphen Matt Hazard. And that was an achievement. Yeah, just for booting it. And I'm like, oh, no. No, Look, the game's a piece of shit. All, knows it. Here, here's <laughs> all you need to get through that, that game. Mm -hmm. Just know I bought that fucking game at launch for $60. <laughs> So every moment, I just get to imagine Chris from that long ago paying $60 for it. Yeah, that'll feel great. <laughs> uh, as, as people probably are aware of by now, in the last week we played Forspoken. <laughs> we sure did. Go watch that video and make everybody you know also watch that video. Yeah, that video is really good. I don't care if you don't care about Forspoken. That video is very funny and very good. I say this with absolutely no ego because I'm only one-fourth of the people in that video. <laughs> I am, however, the person who went, this isn't that much hard, harder than editing a podcast. It's like, yes, but it does take much longer. <laughs> yeah. It's not harder. It just takes uh, twice or three times as long. So that was that was a good... I'm going to estimate 15 hours of editing, Ugh. something like that. 
It can't, it, you can see it in the video, though. Yeah, yeah, it looks very nice. It's a very good video. It's a very good video. Uh, my least favorite part of that video is the lighting, but that's like a house problem. Right, what you gonna do? <laughs> we don't have enough background to make the lighting look good for, with that many people. Mm -hmm. You know, Chris just takes so much of the room up with his chair and everything else <laughs> and Mike running to him. It It's really funny. Uh, I'm a diva. Yes. <laughs> he wouldn't come out of his trailer for a while. <laughs> uh, they're actually, you know, we, we've talked about it on content before. We have backup plans in case there's an audio failure at any point. Um, and we actually used that backup plan for once because I didn't, I didn't uh, properly set up a recording for Chris. And it's weird because this is the best case scenario for that because there's a visual... Lore reason he sounds worse than the rest of us. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, oh shit, it's diagenic. Yeah, <laughs> we did everything it. worked out. Put another we filter still, on it. <laughs> we have still never lost anything related to, to the podcast network. Good, and, and 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 I'm glad because I'd be very upset. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like the 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 dumpsters we've crawled through. Who in their right mind? would have to who would want to do that and then get nothing out of it yeah like imagine re-recording a, a resident evil netflix right, spoiler cast right it's like no we didn't want to talk about it once how are we gonna do this twice <laughs> now we're just racing to talk about the olive garden scene because <laughs> that's the only thing any of us can remember <laughs> Uh, but, but yeah, no, that, that video is excellent. Please. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Uh, it's force feedback, uh, force spoken review. Anyways, uh, we played some video games, Bob. Yeah. You had your hand on the controller the whole time. Yes. How was El Shaddai? El Shaddai was pretty good. Hell yeah. It definitely has a, a bit of a lull of the first three hours where it's like, yeah, okay. I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped that game because I was like, okay, this is going to be a really mediocre action game with nice art and 2D segments sometimes. It's like, no, it just gets insane, like, right after the point where I quit. Yeah. Yep. They, I've never seen a game before because it's such a bad idea. I've never seen a game before <laughs> front load all of the filler. Right. Yeah, it definitely just feels like it lulls you into a sense of this is what the rest of the game is going to be. Yeah. Kind of this, this is small. We're not talking about an hour. This is like three or three and a half hours of very similar uh, combat. Not a lot changing. They they literally, you know, like uh, water torture where they drip the water on your head. That's how fast they give you the new abilities and weapons. Mm -hmm. It's that slow. So it's like once every like dozen, two dozen, three dozen minutes, it'll be like, here's a new weapon type. And I'm just like, well, this stream's going to be, you know, cool visually. And I get to look at that and enjoy that. And that'll be fine. And then three and a half hours in, it's like, yeah, everything's going to be fucking fucking crazy for the rest of this game and change constantly. And I'm like, yeah, this rules, man. <laughs> what, what were they thinking? Because <laughs> I, too, saw like a good chunk of the opening of that game and just went, yeah, I'm never going to beat that game because it's right. 10 hours of that. Mm -hmm. Boy, was I fucking wrong. <laughs> Uh, that that game easily competes for one of the best games of Seven Gen Wonderland. Yeah, I think so. I think it was a really great way to end that. Yeah. Like, man, Th thank God we didn't end on Bullet Witch, <laughs> right? <laughs> and yet we kind of did with Forspoken. 
I hate you, by the way, for calling that that yeah. far in advance, being like, this is a new bullet witch. And I'm like, yeah, it sure is a parking lot that's empty. <laughs> I, I had no idea how accurate that would be in many ways. I kind of wish you had a gun in Forspoken. I feel like that would have enhanced the experience. <laughs> so instead of having three no. sneakers, pairs of sneakers, I could it look at these babies all day and it's just guns. <laughs> It would have been so bad because you know she would have held that shit sideways. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it would have been okay if she was Ver Noel Vermillion about it. <laughs> like if she was doing cool flips and gun kata. Mm -hmm. But no, it would just be this, and that wouldn't be that wouldn't be as cool or funny. No. And no. now, I, now I'm even sadder. I was sad <laughs> enough with the game as it was. But now I'm just imagining the Noel Vermillion version of fucking Forspoken. I'm like, ah. <laughs> That would have been dope. It would have been Dynasty Warriors with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny that we don't have that many, like, any... Yeah, almost no action games are just gun kata. Yeah, no, well, gun grapes the closest we've ever gotten with the dancing. Right? Yeah, like, I think that's it. There's a little bit of that energy with, like, Stranglehold, but not, not that much. Yeah, because those are just relegated to, like, powers. Mm -hmm. You just do a super and he does something weird. Yeah. Which isn't quite the same as doing a sweep with a gun by firing it a bunch. Mm -hmm. Man, somebody make this game. Here's some advice, game developers. Don't make Forspoken. <laughs> Whatever you do. Yeah. If you're thinking about it, don't. Okay? All right. Well, well luckily, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's impossible to make Forspoken without the power of the Luminous engine, and nobody's ever going to use that ever again. That's true. I, I, I looked into Luminous Productions, and it turns out it's just an irradiated crater in the Earth now. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up. I went, I went over to Japan to their offices, and there was just a, like a, a dirt tornado in an empty parking lot. There was no building. Yeah, it's like they were never there. <laughs> they leveled it with the people inside. <laughs> oh, no. And then, I, like, and then I pulled out my, my copy of Forspoken that I definitely physically own that was not a digital code that uh, Square Enix provided for me. Uh, and it just it just turned into sand in my hands and, and fell through my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a good time to drink soda. No. <laughs> You know, my favorite fart at to Die probably was when they went, got cyber motorcycles. Oh, yeah. No, when it just became a cool Midgar motorcycle segment. That was awesome. Yeah, it was really out of nowhere. It was, it, that game's really a trip. I wish there was a way to skip a chunk of the opening because it's just it's bad enough on the first playthrough. Um, it's got to be way worse on multiple playthroughs where you're just like, Please give me the good weapon. <laughs> uh, weirdest thing about this game, because for anyone who doesn't know what El Shaddai is, it is a 3D action game that's hyper stylish about the story of Enoch. Uh, really good. Really awesome story uh, that they're telling there with really amazing performances. Lucifer, sorry, Lucifer. Yes, Lucifer. Is, is uh, really something in that. Like both his design... The way they cast him as the character, you, that guy you know who's always on the phone talking to other people. Mm -hmm. And he's just some chatty bitch in the corner of a giant corridor you're running through. He's like, yeah, he's here. Yeah, he's doing the job. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Really? Okay. Okay. See you, buddy. <laughs> it's just like he's always on the phone with God. Yes. Come on, dude. 
And he looks like Johnny Knoxville or Travis Touchdown. Take your pick. <laughs> he looks like if you took the slider between Johnny Knoxville and Noctis. And you just hit the middle point, but a little bit closer, I think, in class to Noctis. Uh, <laughs> he just looks like a Shin Megami Tensei character to me. Like he comes, yeah. came right out of one of those. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. You're totally right. Yeah, I could see Johnny Knoxville through a Shin Megami Tensei filter gets you here. I'm never drinking this soda. That's what I'm. I'm gonna wait till Bob's talking about what he's played. <laughs> I played a demo. It sucked. <laughs> the controllers didn't work. Actually, you know what? I don't want to get jump scared later. Bob, did you play any demos this week? Uh, no Steam demos. Okay, there we go. Normal demos released on real platforms by actual publishers, though. Yes. Okay, that's fine. Um, now next week. No, why? I I, this, I put this in news, but Steam Next Fest is next week, everybody. Get hyped. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm glad one of us is. <laughs> anyway. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to say about El Shaddai? Because I'm just going to note to the audience who didn't watch it. One of the weirdest things about this game is the weapons are pickups. Kind of like a beat-em-up, but they're not overpowered or limited use. Yeah. They're yeah, just move sets that you pick up off of enemies by by doing a move. Yeah, it's it's weird. It is really weird. Also, the game totally lies. It's like, this is super effective. I'm like, bullshit. The thing where I get to hit them from a safe distance is super effective. Yeah. You're a damn fool. Yeah, their super effective thing is not very accurate. <laughs> like, I feel like it should probably cause them to reel or something to yeah. make them make you really feel like it's a, a good pick for a weapon. Yeah, I feel like a lot of games do that. When it's the super effective weapon, you see the stun or some other layer mm-hmm. where it's just like, oh, this is tearing them up. Meanwhile, that it's like, don't worry, it's doing a lot of damage. He's going to punch your teeth in a fucking second here. Yeah, I wish that this game had more UI because I want to see NVL's bars and it just doesn't do well, that. Well, if you want more UI, <laughs> let me tell you what you get for beating the game. Yeah. You don't get to see the UI until you beat the game. It's hilarious. Uh, I totally I totally get it for this game. It's beautiful. Yes. They, they just made the stylized choice of like, no, we're going to fill the screen with these beautiful effects and get the UI out of here. That's a great marketing angle. And even like your health bar, it's just your clothes coming off. Yes. So. Your, your weird armor plate that looks like made out of like crustaceans or something. <laughs> it's porcelain. You're just wearing yeah, porcelain. Yeah, you're just wearing porcelain and it's coming out in like fins. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and of course, very stylish jeans. Diesel, I think. Are they? Uh, they're not jeans? officially licensed. They're not officially licensed, but they but... look a lot like Levi's or Diesel. They um, even have like the tag on the back, which is great. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, El Shaddai was awesome. I was shocked. Yeah, I knew it wouldn't be as bad as Bullet Witch because <laughs> basically nothing is right. Uh. But that game was really cool. And then you beat the game and then the, the developers like, hey, um, so for people who don't know, this game was published by, I believe, Marvelous at the end of seventh uh, gen, yeah. like 2010 ish, 2011 ish. Um, the creator, director and character designer bought the rights to the game back for Marvelous and got it ported to PC just like last year or 2021. Yeah, I think 2021. Um 
So when you beat this game on PC, it sends you a PDF. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, look at this. It's both a prequel and a postquel story through the perspective of Lucifer. It's 200 pages. And I'm like, oh, this fucking rule. Can I get more of this? This is insane. <laughs> Read my light novel about Lucifer. <laughs> it's fucking dope. Uh... But yeah, no, there were great vibes coming out of that stream. That was possibly the best game to finish off 7th Gen Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. I think the only game I liked more was Devil's Sir because it was, it was more fun mechanically, but this mm -hmm. is a way better just weird story. Yeah. I also love Betrayal of Nephilim in this universe. They're oh, like yeah. These weird, wacky, like... Yeah, they're like wacky arm inflatable tube men, but are blobs. So it's like if Ghibli had to draw... A they're wacky like arm if you, too, man. They're like if you made Domo Kun really long. <laughs> and like made of mushroom stock that was gelatinous. Yeah, they're adorable. And the story's about them eating each other until they burn to death. Right. It's like, whoa. Because they get they get large enough from consuming each other that they burst into flames. Um and there is just this really good angle of like, they're adorable and they're cute and everyone likes them, but they keep doing that. So uh, the people upstairs are tired of the shit and just going to flood the world. So you're going to need to get rid of them <laughs> before they just pull the trigger on that plan. Because, <laughs> man, that would suck. Yeah, that game was delightful. I, I hope with the advent of Unreal Engine and the way these consoles operate going forward, we can get more things sort of like that. Yeah, I really hope that this director like makes a sequel or something. Like, I, I hope this was successful enough for him to get something going. Yeah, he should get Valhalla to do it. You know, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're going to be shipping Wanted Dead soon. Maybe he can. They're get... not Valhalla anymore. Valhalla is. Oh yeah. Yeah, because they okay. they spun off. I can't remember what they're called now. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, mm. Not a clue. But yeah, I guess that's and, all. And, I, and I, I mean a real sequel, not um, the, the Enoch shows up in what is it? The Lost Child? I the yeah, I think that's right. The Lost yeah, something. Yeah. Anyways, which is apparently a dungeon crawler, edge screen Odyssey, first person style on the PS4. <laughs> yes. That game apparently went completely unnoticed. Yeah, I remember seeing the box, and it doesn't have like the same art style at all. No. So I didn't. I he doesn't fit it. in the crew when you look at him. He's no. just there. Right. <laughs> then I don't know. I, I, I like this game enough where I'm like, maybe I'll just check that out. You know, if it's yeah. on sale for like 10 bucks, eight bucks, I might just buy it and boot it and check it out. Yeah, I'm definitely interested in trying it at some point. I don't even like dungeon crawlers, but if it ties into this somehow, I'm super interested. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, I don't have anything else to say about El Shaddai. I do have a little bit that I find funny that I'm going to reveal about the Forspoken video. Okay. And this also goes for the Gears video. This will not play well at all for audio listeners. So, uh, we're not rich. We can't afford three tripods. Let me show you the fucked up thing we use to hold the camera. <laughs> <sighs> so... This is what the camera outside of the one we're live streaming is sitting on, and it's scary as shit, because can you imagine a camera that you're not as concerned about, but you're still concerned, that's like $1,500 uh -huh. sitting on that? Yeah, this is a, <laughs> with a the mic six, stand. With yeah, the, it's a mic stand with a tripod base adapter on it, but it's like a $1,500 camera and a $600 lens and some other nice pieces on it sitting on this, and you just... 
spend the whole video going, I hope God doesn't shift the earth, the earth one inch and cause this thing to fuck up the shot or fall over. <laughs> um, so if the three cam videos do super well, I sure would love to have a tripod under each of these. Yeah, cameras. having two additional tripods would be really nice. So the <laughs> other tripods just the, sorry. Yeah, the other, it's not even it's not even a tri well. It t kind of is, yeah. but it's not at all what you would think. Yeah, we, we got it on a desk and have a little like. Uh, just this 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 this, this 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 short of a tripod it's like uh one foot tall or something yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> where the spare one went but it's it's literally a foot tall well i put the spare one on the light bulb so oh well, i meant the one. other one ah is it still attached to the uh spotlight thing probably like the one with the barn doors maybe but yeah that shit's scary and really hard. <laughs> so uh, if we were if we were fucking loaded like Red Letter Media, I too would have eight tripods for three different shows and never move them. <sighs> what a beautiful world, right? Because it took it took about fifty percent of the time I spent editing just setting up the shots the day before, like clearing out space and making sure it worked. And I wonder how much they paid rent for the that warehouse they use. Yeah, aren't they in Milwaukee? I think so. So is I wonder if off like what that sort of thing would cost in Milwaukee. Yeah, I don't know. Milwaukee, I assume, isn't like a high expense living area. It's a name people know, but not a place anyone lives. At the same time, Niceville is a place no one knows that is expensive as hell to get any sort of office space or anything else. Right, but I, we live in that really unique situation of being it's near a military unique. base and also, also next to a tourist destination. Thin. In being this thing. Yeah, because all of that swamp or government owned. Niceville is a nightmare, and I don't think many places are going to be like that. <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> I pray for all of you to not live in a situation as economically unique as Niceville. Anyways, so that would be cool. Yeah. But then, you know, do, people are really going to call us Red Letter Media ripoffs if we're knockoffs if, we, if we're doing a three cam video and you hear crickets in our video too <laughs> it's really funny they brought they brought the, that, that up in one of the recent three cam videos i think it was uh last year oh yeah a video that came out last year they're like you can hear those crickets they're loud as hell and, and i'm like man they're right because i was listening on headphones for once i'm like man they're right they are loud as hell then i watched a video from five years ago and they were just as loud in that. And I'm like, how have I never noticed these fucking crickets in the background? Yeah, I never noticed either. Huh. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, that's it for El Shaddai. Let's move on to other video games we play. Bob and I watched Vertigo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo. Uh, yeah. I don't have a lot to say about it. Other than Jimmy Stewart is a depraved man in that. And that only starts about halfway through. Yeah. Uh, there is a twist with the movie that the trailer just spoils completely. Like the original cinematic trailer. Yep. It is always like that back then. It is the funniest <laughs> shit in the world now. Because as much as people are like, YouTube videos have to spoil the punchline of the title of the video. And I'm like, and yet, not as bad as trailers for movies in the 50s, 60s. <laughs> yeah, it was real bad. It was, uh, it was a very unique thing. Uh, anyway, I don't have anything else to say about that other than three movies in. I'm starting to regret spending $42 on a 4K collection <laughs> of four Alfred Hitchcock movies. 
I'm that's sure Psycho. Well, okay. So we've watched all of them, but Psycho. But Psycho's one of them, and the most parodied thing ever. And I've already watched stuff on it, so I know what that whole film is. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Birds or the Birds, uh, the Birds, uh, Vertigo, and Rear Window. Mm-hmm. Isn't Jimmy Stewart also in Rear Window? Yes. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hilarious because oh, no. she's killing, she's killing her wife. Why, he's why killing is your wife? Why, why, why is, is he, he doing that? that? Oh, somebody's got to do something about this. Oh, what do you want? You want evidence? I'll, I'll, I'll take my lasso and lasso the moon and bring the evidence down for you. <laughs> uh, th- I literally had not seen Jimmy Stewart in fucking anything other than It's a Wonderful Life until I started watching this Hitchcock collection, and I'm just like, this is funny because. Audience, you need to understand. Sometimes people hear me say shit and they're like, that's hyperbole. There is no way that's real. Dan is doing one of these exaggerative funny bits where he says the thing is so much worse than it. Jimmy Stewart multiple times in these movies is a 50-year-old fucking man with a love interest that's 22. And it is so awkward to just see. And you're like, all right, Jimmy. Well, well, that's Hollywood now. (laughs) Wait. I mean, it is. On screen or reality? Yeah, both. (laughs) There's I just, just I just remember when we were uh, we were all watching uh, one of the most recent Mission Impossible movie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> and Henry Cavill and Tom Cruise were fighting, and 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 you Dan just said Tom Cruise dates women over eighteen. That's why he's the hero. <laughs> I forgot I said that shit. Um, yeah. There's a moment he's looking at a 22 year old woman and he goes. Yeah, you remember that back when we were in college? And I'm like, how were you both in college? And Bob goes, well, he was the professor. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Look, resolutions well, were lower. You couldn't tell. Look, it's sure. like, you won that. But two, it's just, that's just Jimmy Stewart's career. Like, in a, it, like it's a wonderful life where he's 40 playing a 17-year-old in high yeah. school. Yeah, yeah Rear yeah. Window at least didn't have that situation. But Vertigo absolutely does. Man. <laughs> yeah anyways the other collection at north by northwest so i bought the wrong collection is what i'm figuring out that's that's what i'm figuring out uh, i take rear no- window over north by northwest any day oh really you don't like north by northwest i mean it, it's fine i'll i'll take okay. i mean any collection without vertigo in it's the better collection <laughs> hey, hey hey agro vertigo has three good shots that's enough for an entire film right no it's true they they have a they have a trippy sequence in the middle that they credit at the beginning yes that's how good the sequence is they literally go this sequence special sequence done by mm-hmm. and when we hit it well i was like oh this is cool this movie should end so it doesn't you know dilute how cool that was and then it didn't <laughs> yeah we had 30 <laughs> like, more minutes of that sure won't end <laughs> Is, is uh, North by Northwest the one with the shot everybody references where with they're the running plane. from the plane? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, and I need to know what that movie's like because of the Ratchet game we played that that was the worst part of that game. Mm-hmm. I need the knowledge. But Vertigo had literally a scene that they used in the Matrix. Oh, yeah. The opening of Vertigo is the opening of the Matrix where they run on the rooftop. You know, after the cool midair like kick, mm-hmm. when it's Trinity running away from the agents on the rooftop, they do shot for shot compositionally that fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine one fourth of that Matrix opening, like running on the rooftop bit, and that's the opening of Vertigo. 
And it's like, whew, like it was the fastest I've ever been sucker punched by a film where it's just like, guess where this came from, you little bitch? It sucker punched me in my fucking gen. Wait, what gen are we? We're not Z, right? Are we Z? We might be Z because we're, we're millennials, X. but so are like everyone, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, man, it's so confusing for us. It's so much easier for Gen Xers. They got to hear <laughs> you were Gen X and you were Gen X and you're just Gen X. And then us, they changed halfway through. You're like, you're a millennial. And I'm like, what? And my brother Googles in one of the sources is like, you're also a millennial. He's like, no, I'm not. And I'm like, guess what, Steve? <laughs> everyone is. <laughs> You're younger than me. You're probably millennial. Uh, but anyway, that's it that's for the Vertigo cast. <laughs> Let's move on. Bob. Yeah. I sadly did not play Joe and Mac. I watched uh, Rig play Joe and Mac, and I'm like, I should pull out my analog pocket and play Joe and Mac. Joe and Mac's cool. Joe and Mac is cool. I like Joe and Mac a lot. the Super Nintendo one, though. No, not, <laughs> not even one. Yeah, Rick, Rick that, was that's like... literally true. Not <laughs> even is. one other version of that game. Uh -huh. uh, Rick was like, I wonder how that remake is. And I'm like, I am sad to inform you it's apparently bad. <laughs> He's like, ah. Anyways, Joe and Mac's a cool game. I've been enjoying my analog pocket. I'm basically using it as a NeoTurf portable adapter. I mean, Mio that's great. pretty good. Yeah. Oh, one of my most played games on the Game Boy Color was Mario Golf. Oh. So this is just that cranked up to 11. <laughs> right. It's like much better Mario Golf. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, no RPG mechanics like a Mario Golf. And I really love that part of the portable Mario Golfs. But mm. uh, aside from that, absolutely incredible experience. I am enjoying that. It is weird that the only core I've seen major issues in is the one included with the system, the one for the Game Boy Advance. And by major issues, I mean errant noise, like garbage pixels popping up on screen on a fucking Nintendo first-party launch title. Right. Uh, but all the other cores seem pretty solid. I don't know. It's weird. And your screen hasn't fallen out after putting on the screen and protector? No, no, my screen has not fallen off yet. We start the countdown. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that never happens. <laughs> If you if you all think I'm angry about the Xbox. <laughs> anyway. Hey, uh, last comment on that before we really move on. I think it's really weird conceptually that the strength of the product, the value of the product that is the analog pocket, comes through the community making all the cores for it. That feels weird. It, it feels almost borderline exploitatious. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, everyone wants a portable that plays retro games, and we're not going to get a mister that does that because of power draw concerns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At least we're not going to get a popularized one of those that is as effective and good as this. Also, the screen on this is excellent. You bet your ass if a bunch of people made their own mister that was portable, they would fuck up the screen 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they would be like, this is good, actually. And I'd be like, no, that uh, that has a lot of ghosting. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> QE, QED, I own a Steam Deck, and that's virtually the same thing anyway. Yeah, that, that Steam Deck screen, screen is, is terrible. Yeah, like, unacceptable. <laughs> if that thing looked as good, if that screen was as good as the analog pockets, oh boy. Mm -hmm. That would have way more value to me. Anyways, that's actually it for all that segment. Bob, what have what you what have you been playing? I played a decent bit of things. I finished Hi-Fi Rush. That is the Xbox game, the Shadow Drop. 
like i know i was just i I was like if i give an awkward pause we're like co-host also and will we just leave bob out to dry (laughs) yes the answer was yes (laughs) how's hi-fi rush it is okay cool (laughs) after so many reviews i saw being like it's a 10 it's immaculate it's amazing i was like this is all right um it's super weird. Like the part we played for the um for our stream uh-huh. was the first three or so levels. Yeah, it feels like immediately after that there's a gigantic drop in quality mm-hmm. where uh you just don't get boss fights for several levels straight. Levels keep getting weirdly long and fillerly. Like one level is literally here's a gigantic room. Go to every end of it and then come back to the center. Ooh, uh, with lots of platform between, of course. Uh, I'm like, what does that remind me of? Ah, Harvestella. There was one segment of Harvestella that was kind of like that, but it was fine. And the, also, because there are no boss fights, you're not getting licensed music either. So it feels like a really weird like thing they've decided to do. Then the end is well, great again. Mm-hmm. Well, well, this game, how long do you think this was, Bob? Seven, eight hours? Uh, 12 or so. There? Okay, so it's a 12-hour game for $30. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That check was going to be cashed somewhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would be so much better game if it was six or eight hours. Like, right. you could cut half of the game out almost and be like, this would be great. But but we can't have a shorter game now. I, I mean, people are people are having a meltdown. Yeah, of, there's about... already game fucking game link discourse about this game. And I'm like, why? It's $30. Yeah, yeah. Don't get to do game link discourse for something that isn't full price. I'm sorry. Those are the those are the, that's the rule of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't make the rule of God. I only deliver it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know what's up with that. Uh, anyways, I, I, I'm looking forward to checking out like playing through as much as I want to later this year myself. Mm-hmm. But right now, between the two days I just spent editing that fucking forspoken video, and the day before that we set up for that forespoken video and me still not getting back to certain games from last year and me having not done a stream yet where i scream at people to play punch win uh-huh uh i i have other priorities for now so i'm gonna wait on that besides i know i'm gonna have to get game pass again when starfield comes out and it is definitely coming out this year yep <laughs> What else did you play, Bob? Oh, yeah. One other interesting thing. Once you beat that game, it like gives you a bunch of customization options for your it character. It lets you see the UI. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you get new costumes for your main character and all the, all the sidekicks you pick up along the way, which was neat. Mm-hmm. Kind of felt like I wanted that earlier, but whatever. Also, replaying level sucks because every level has way too much just unskippable dialogue or platforming is not that fun well like, well when you say unskippable dialogue do you mean cutscenes? i mean like they're talking and like it's walk and talk basically yeah yeah oh it's walk and talk okay so not just that, people talking but you being locked into a sequence yes yeah you okay. can it's unskippable and you can't do anything okay oh that kind of stuff kills like replayability which is a, which needs to be like a priority on games like this yeah i like started to go and shoot on hard mode and was just kind of upset with how much i was not enjoying it because there's so much of each stage it is stuff like that just unskippable nonsense and a lot of the areas are just platforming so that doesn't change at all for harder modes so i'm like right yeah i don't know 
Okay. So, yeah. So, I'm I'm sorry. Everybody got together and agreed that the, inexplicably they're wrong, but everybody got together and agreed that uh that was a great part of DMC the DMC. So now everybody <laughs> has to clap when that's in any other game. Yeah, it's better than DMC the DMC, but it's still not good platforming. Mm-hmm. And you just yeah, don't it, move that fast in general in the game. Yeah, so you don't move like that fast, and your your jump goes really high, but has very little horizontal. Yeah, like you yeah. don't go very yeah. far, so it's bizarre that they made platforming such a large part of the game. Yeah, right. I think I think maybe optimally to make those sequences go faster, you're just using the dash in ways that seem haphazard by cutting off your vertical height. Yes, and that that's the idea, but even that's not that fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's not super fast um the only other thing i was going to say on hi-fi rush Mm -hmm. is while i enjoyed that game and i'm sure that game is great i can't i can't see eye to eye with a lot of the people who are giving it insanely high scores yeah because i've seen some people lose their fucking minds over this game yeah and i'm like no guys this is this is this is a great game it reminds me of the ps2 era when we got a lot of character action games that were just kind of like Here's this neat idea. We're going to execute on it. Mm-hmm. And the story and the characters are really great as I've experienced them in Hi-Fi Rush. But I can't, I can't understand. And part of my brain just goes, did Xbox cast, like, did they do just the right things to enter the weird Wii U buff zone? Because <laughs> there was that period where journalists were like, Bayonetta 2 is the greatest video game ever made 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you saw that for a number of uh, Wii U titles that aren't named Star Fox. It does feel like that. Yeah, this is definitely getting a water-in-the-desert buff. (laughs) Yeah, which, understandable on a physical level. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, did you have anything else to say? Um, Not really. The story is really good. I I definitely appreciate that angle of it and i think the characters are cool looking and all that but oh, oh i actually have one more thing oh yeah alex navarro from next lander said it's very funny how the music of the game all seems like something your cool uncle would have listened to in 2003 and something about him saying that about the licensed music of this game made my brain go yeah it's it's like weird l- Early adulthood, almost nostalgia for people in their mid thirties, because the main character is like Kappa Mikey. I'm done. Anyways, if you want to move on, <laughs> he's too Kappa Mikey esque. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> man, isn't isn't that Alex Navarro feels too old to be rolling that statement? Well, he stays contemporary with music because he's really into music. It does, like I. I was trying to place what the music is like to me, and I'm like, is mm. this like late aughts? Some of it feels like it's like, like mid aughts, yeah, it, yeah. And I, I'm not really into the tracks in the middle of the game either, so it really stinks to be like, hey, the beginning of the game and the end of the game have good music, and the rest is really plain. See, I haven't, I haven't <laughs> played it outside of streamer mode yet, so I can't have an opinion on the music. I just heard the tracks that were listed, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, a lot of those, yeah. Our stuff from then. Right. The the nine inch nail stuff is good. And then my brain poison invaded and it's like the main character is like Kappa Mikey. And I'm like, what? Leave me alone. <laughs> Let me live. <laughs> Anyways, what else did you play, Bob? Uh I tried out Tetris Grandmaster. Um, which is that arcade Tetris game that finally got a release on uh PlayStation. Now, before you get into this, I have to cop to since this is its first time coming to America, mm-hmm. 
this could have been on my 2022 game of the year list. And I realized that too late. <laughs> and I was mad. I was like, I could have had a Tetris game on the fucking god damn it. This game is weird. Yeah. It's so weird to go back to a Tetris game that has no holding, mm -hmm. no instant drops. Yep. And it gets hard really fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, after only playing for a few minutes, they'll start cranking the difficulty up really quickly. And it feels like you're... you're Tetraminos are stickier than in other ones. Like, yeah. if you let it hit, touch the bottom at all, you have like a fraction of a second to actually start moving it. All of these things you're saying are exactly why they didn't want it to come out. Fair. Uh, anytime recently, because the Tetris company's like, no, it needs to abide by the Tetris rules. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, it, it's, I'm glad they let it come out. It's definitely not my favorite version of Tetris, but it's neat. It would be weird if something came out and I was like, this is my favorite version of Tetris. You know how many versions of Tetris there are? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's got nice aesthetics and nice sounds going on, so I like that. At some point, at some point, comparing ranking the Tetris is as insane as Jeff Gersman ranking energy drinks. It gets that esoteric. <laughs> yeah, fair. Because it's like, okay, we're looking at the list. What's better, Tetris Grandmaster, the new Tetris, or Tetris Sphere? <laughs> yeah, this no, is there's, weird. There's a lot of there's a lot of different versions of Tetris that would have to be a part of that conversation. Like Wetrix, at some level, might be considered a Tetris. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's a whole situation. But uh, you enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it. I don't know if we'll ever go back unless we do two player or something okay. like that. I feel like this is a game meant to be played with someone like just trying to. No, you're su you're supposed to be Mensa brained and mastering <laughs> it and entering the special mode that is for ultra chads. That's who this is for. Yeah, I assume all of those are in this version because it does there have, are multiple versions. It does have high score modes that you share your uh, scores online and stuff like that. And right. In modes it's where hamster, you just, right? Yes, it's hamster. Yeah. In a mode where it just starts at the blocks instantly dropping to the bottom. Mm -hmm. It's like you just start the game and you're immediately on the highest difficulty, basically. Yes. Which is nuts. Yeah. Yeah, that's people used to enjoy that. That's, yeah, that's that's Tetris. I don't because there are versions of Tetris from the olden times that do that, too, where you just raise the level mm -hmm. and then it's just like, OK, you'll never see it between the top and the bottom of the screen. <laughs> Idiot. That's what you wanted, right? This is what you asked for, you fucking idiot. <laughs> it definitely the the way it's balanced makes it feel very much like an arcade game where they want you to throw in quarters, throw in quarters, or really? have have a have someone else throw in quarters after you're done within a two minutes. <laughs> Get out of the fucking way, kid. <laughs> we need to make this money. What else did you play? I played theater the theaterism final bar line demo. <laughs> I also played this. It's pretty neat, uh, except for the part where it saws is, doesn't exist. He's been erased from history. Yeah, what the fuck is up with that? <laughs> what what are they what are they doing? They're like, we have the whole cast of thirteen. I'm like, no, you don't, and you also made the wrong choices. Fucking vanilla and hope over here instead of fucking Saz. Yeah, I'll I'll agree to hope being important, but come on, vanilla. Vanille above Saz, really? No, well, she's not. I remember Vanille. I don't know who this other person you're talking about is. It's the guy with the fro and the chocobo in his hair. Oh, yeah. No, never learned his name. 
That guy's great. <laughs> I don't know why the hell he isn't here. I hope it had 13-2 stuff so we can play as Chocolina. But I doubt it. Really. <laughs> <laughs> it feels wrong to have a music game where Chocolina isn't playable. Maybe I'm just weird. Maybe I'm I'm the only person who thinks that. Chat, is Bob terminally online? Good. I've asked the insane if someone else is insane. <laughs> uh, but this sure is that same game from the 3DS and DS. No, I guess just the 3DS. Mm -hmm. uh, but with a bunch more songs. That's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, this... Um, I like that unlike other RPG-related uh, rhythm games... I can see what's fucking going on. Is this? I'm, I I feel weird that I have to ask. <laughs> is this yes, about Kingdom Persona. Hearts? The Persona ones are terrible. Oh, see, okay. that's why I had to ask. I was like, "Is this about Kingdom Hearts? Uh, Melody of Memory?" No, I didn't fucking buy that. That's full price. Um, <laughs> yeah, those Persona ones are miserable. Yeah, it's like what if what if the button started at the center of the screen and went to all four corners of the screen? I'm like. Uh, I only have two fucking eyes. Do I look like an insect? Do I look like a spider with fucking compound eyes? <laughs> Do I no, look like the I can't play this game? <laughs> uh, this is God. seemingly going to be the last one of these. Oh. For a while, at least. So they announced DLC for like every single Square Enix property. Yeah. yeah. We're going to get. We're getting Live a Live DLC. We're getting Saga. We're getting Xenogear. Uh, so that's that's what tricked Anna. Voxandra from Voxandra.gay into trying the demo. I see. And and there's a season three they haven't even announced yet, which I assume will be where the Dragon Quest and Kingdom Hearts is hiding. It's like no, you have to wait till the very end. We we I mean, have to we have to commit legal executions on people to get the papers signed. Yeah, it's real crazy that when they were planning that DLC that they haven't announced yet, they shot him. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, even gotten your music, so I was yeah, I, was I saw high. it. Yeah, I'm I, as someone who has literally played Final Fantasy since like age three. Mm -hmm. It's I always find the theatrism stuff really cool, so I'm glad it's on a platform I want to fucking play it on now. <laughs> because before it was like play it on the 3ds, and I'm like. No, I, I, you're asking too much. I, <laughs> I'll just wait till there's a really good one on the PS4. And hey, here we are. I almost, it, you know, it, it sounded like I was suggesting the preposterous that Chris would play Melody of Memory. I have been really tempted to buy that multiple times. It yeah. keeps going on sale, and every time I'm like... How low does it go on sale, though? It needs to go down to like 20. I think it was like 20-something. I don't think it was 2020. I think it was like 25, 23, 26. But, you know. that That's still a lot to ask. Understandable. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I love Final Fantasy music. Yeah, uh, this like, sort of thing's a lot more appealing to me because I'm like, Kingdom Hearts, I like the intros, but I'm not like a huge fan of the regular Kingdom Hearts music. I like it, but I'm also going to get fucking jackknifed as I have to listen to... <laughs> Um, but you know, that's, that's still better than bibbity bobbity boo. So <laughs> it's not the bottom of the Canyon, <laughs> but yeah, I love Yoko Shimomura and I love her music. Kingdom Hearts has some really great themes and I really enjoy it. Uh, so I've always been really tempted, but mm -hmm. I am more tempted by theatrism for sure. Yeah. This gigantic collection of music is really nice. Mm-hmm. I like the, the weird style they give to all the characters, too. Like, yeah, that's funny. why I wish I got to see Saws in it, because Lightning's immaculate. 
Yeah, they're all little they weird puppets. <laughs> yes. Yes. They. Oh, what is it? It reminds me of something exactly, and I can't remember what. Oh, well. They look like vaguely murderous puppets. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine a murderous Saz, and I cannot. <laughs> I cannot begin to imagine that. Man, I'm really glad the back and pat stuff exists for 13 mm-hmm. on Xbox, because that rules. Yeah. Yeah, it'd suck if we just didn't have anything like that to play them. Yeah, it'd suck if it was like, well, do you want good cutscene quality? Go to PS3. Or go to PC and mod the cutscene. Like, because people have dumped the video files from the PS3 so you could shove it into the PC version. Yeah. Uh, But luckily, this Xbox version exists. One of the best things about Xbox is my ability to play Xbox 360 games. Anyways, did you have I, anything? Else? <laughs> I I really wonder if if Square Enix is gonna eventually just be like, okay, here's all three on modern platforms. They should. They should. Like, I feel just... like that'll be eventually because they they are really good at releasing old shit. They're doing like yeah. three or four releases a year of that. Yes, stuff. they're literally one of the best companies about realizing they have a classic catalog of IPs and releasing it on a modern platform in the industry. Mm-hmm. As weird as that is, because they used to not be good about that. Yeah, they used to a, be just as bad as everyone else. Yeah, but now they're kind of like, I kind of even look at Capcom and I'm like, why can't you be like them outside of Resident Evil? Were you exactly like them? Yeah. In fact, you're kind of better than them. Like a lot of the treatment the Resident Evil's got coming to newer platforms is even slightly better than. Yeah, nobody got as, as bad a Resident Evil treatment. Uh, no Resident Evil got as bad a treatment as like Chrono Cross. Chrono Cross. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Deep learning AI backgrounds in Resident Evil. Ooh, it is horrible. <laughs> I'm so scared. Why is that desk melting? <laughs> This guy wrote down a dick butt on this note. <laughs> it's just a notepad on the desk with it drawn on it. Who, who trained this AI on dick butt? Come on. I'm not going to fire you. I'm going to shoot you to death. <laughs> Do you know how many of our clients are mad about dick butt showing up in their stuff? Anyway. Anything else to say about... I don't have anything else to say about theaterism. Chris? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, I well, other than it's good, and I'm glad that there's now a big, nice version of this game that plays well on a controller. Yeah. Yeah, it's taking me some getting used to, because it's... It doesn't have, like, button labels for anything, so it's like, hit any button for all of these colors coming at you. I'm like, okay, I can get used to this, but it's weird. <laughs> yeah, I like being able to use the, uh, the R1 and the L1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you have to hit two, and I can just have my fingers on the sticks for things that need sticks. Yeah, I really wish it didn't have stick stuff. <laughs> Bob wishes there was no sticking around. <laughs> um, you actually will have arrows that come down the, the track and you need to flick the stick in whatever direction it's facing, mm-hmm. which I've never been a fan of that style of thing. And then sometimes they do it for both sticks at once. Oh, okay. Yeah. When you have to do it with both sticks at once, it's funny because, because they would do a thing where it's like they would show you up and down and then the other one would also be up and down, but reversed. And I'm like, does it matter if I do it the same on? Do I have to change which way I'm flicking the sticks? Yeah, because the know. way they describe it says implies that I wouldn't. I could just do do it the same directions on both both times. Mm-hmm. Is there and I and I wonder if that's true because they, they don't distinguish between the left and the right stick. You can use either. Oh, cool. 
That's great because, you know, one of those will always be more comfortable than the other to me. So if you don't dictate it, that would be great. But ideally, you use both because, like we're saying, sometimes it wants sometimes, to use both. Yeah, obviously, wants. obviously. But, like, you know, when you play DDR on a controller, you can either use the face buttons or the D-pad. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if you need to hit two things at once of certain combinations, then you will have to use both. Right. Unless you're a freak and you're <laughs> just doing this on the face buttons. <laughs> Which, whatever, have fun. I have to wonder if that's the way Voxandra played it. Uh, the theatrism yes. demo? What? <laughs> <laughs> <Some, look. laughs> Maybe she was using a hitbox. Yeah, or, or her Beat Mania controller somehow. <laughs> Could you, how, okay. <laughs> uh, here's some rhythm game trivia for the week. I found out in the last week that the promotional campaign they did in Japan for Parappa the Rapper 2 and Ape Escape 2000 also had a demo disc sold at McDonald's because I knew about the 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 deal with McDonald's where they promoted it and the this these two Sony games. I didn't realize this demo disc has a version of Parappa the Rapper 2, this demo, where they converted the burger level to a McDonald's. And I'm just like, that's hilarious and amazing, and I need to go find that disc image now. <laughs> I need to play the version of this where it's just straight up a McDonald's. That is amazing. Anyways. You, you got anything else? What's no. Okay. What's that? That that makes me think of how with Hi-Fi Rush, they have all this licensed music, so you have to wonder when this is going to be delisted. Oh, why do? They'll probably just patch out the licensed music since they have the streamer mode. Maybe. Hopefully, they do that. Even that sucks, but yeah, at least because it's not gone. It, then then the people who have a disc version of that game will end up getting it patched out because they are doing a release later oh they are doing a disc release okay yeah i'm pretty sure well wait actually now i'm not so sure because i think that was a confusion at launch somebody was like oh they're doing a oh wait no they aren't so now i'm not so sure and like steam people shouldn't get their version patched because they could just uh, yeah yeah uh, not do that but you know there's some other game that themselves there's some other game that on that on steam had songs taken out and i think they even it like they even somehow undid it on like you can't roll it back um gta did that yeah i know gta did that so they're like there's precedent for hitting that on steam even Mm-hmm. that sucks yeah it does anyways digital future hey digital bob future what else did you play uh the only other game i played was fire emblem engage oh you got engaged I'm so happy for you, my man. <laughs> Did you engage a dragon? No, you play as the dragon. Hell yeah, I am. The, <laughs> I'm sworn to the dragon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I think this game's really neat. Cool. It it definitely feels like back to old school Fire Emblem. Thank God. What makes it? Because I know people have not listened to all of our content. Uh huh. And they don't know shit. <laughs> just assume they don't know bob what makes it more normal fire emblem than recent fire emblem you get a world map okay is that it <laughs> that, is I, there... I mean that's enough okay um yeah just it feels like you were implying something about troops before and unit you, types yes they're the unit types are back to just being one person not like a mm-hmm. weird army you're moving around right because if well, i yeah, want they, that i want they, they need wars. frames yeah yeah that makes the game run (laughs) it turns out yeah true i thought it was really cool when you move the units on the map and once again this is maybe me being stupid but i thought it was really cool when you move the units on the map they have cool running around on the map at the unit level animations and i was like that's cool yeah you actually select the unit and then just you move that unit directly with the d-pad instead of like selecting a pass through them 
Mm-hmm. You literally just hit the D-pad to like up or down well, the character will move within their movement range. Now, right? Like it doesn't seem like that'd be really, really cool, but it is when you play it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask, uh, normally the reason they do that path shit in games like Advance Wars is because you can get jumped by something you can't see. Is that a thing in Fire Emblem? No. Okay. So there you go. That would make sense why you directly <laughs> move them because elsewise you'd be like, I'm gonna move oh shit. <laughs> I didn't even want to go there. Um, you now have, like, instead of the school, there's just this this base you have that you can get to go back to and hang out with people. Wow. And it's all one big area. It doesn't feel like it has a bunch of weird loading screens, and it's small enough so it can all be loaded in at once, <laughs> which is always nice. As someone who didn't play Three Houses, these descriptions are very specific and very funny. <laughs> <laughs> After you beat a stage, you get to wander around the 3D map, like, in third-person mode. They just section off a part of it. Really? Yeah. So like I, I freed a town uh-huh. and I just got to walk around the whole town. It was really neat. That's really cool. And you just go talk to NPCs that are there and talk to your party members that are hanging out. Huh. I'm like, this is great. That's really neat. I don't know. There's something like f- cool feeling closure about that moment. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's also nice to be like, wow, this is you actually fully did the map in this quality for a game where only it really it only cuts to that normally to doing combat encounters like you wouldn't think it would need something that looks this nice and full-fledged for a game that's always like super top up, down yeah, yeah top down. bird's eye view um who's developing this is it is it just intelligent systems or because i didn't didn't um Tecmo Koei or Omega Force co-developed the last one? They did from the last one. I don't think that they're involved at all on this one. Yeah, okay. I think this is only in intelligent systems. Presumably they got more staff so they could make games. So what this really means is it's secretly Tose. <laughs> As always. Now they're probably fixing Tears of the Kingdom right now. <laughs> also what probably uh, helped this game on the performance level is it's made in Unity and not whatever weird proprietary nightmare they had been using beforehand. This game's made in Unity? Weird. That's what Wikipedia really? says. That's crazy. Yeah, because last time the reason Omega Force was helping is they were using Omega Force's engine. Right. Which was a bad idea. Oh. <laughs> it turns out that doesn't run any Switch game well. Yeah, Omega Force so, is consistently the company I never expect any other things to run well on Switch. Yeah. Or even on the rest of the consoles, but now the consoles are strong enough where they can overcome that a bit. So there was so 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 there's like 3D environments and cutscenes don't take place in front of a painting, like in three houses. <laughs> yeah, once in a while they'll still start a cutscene with here's a picture of a castle. It looks amazing. Yeah. And they're like, look at that castle in the distance. I'm like Oh, it yeah. sure is a picture of a castle in the distance. It's, it's great because I'm like looking at these beautiful reflections in the water and this awesome shot and you can see the city deep inside and I'm just like, man, I'm looking forward to video games ever looking like this. <laughs> um, was that the, they do some weird stuff in this where there's this mechanic where you can go sleep. And then someone will come wake you up and it feels like it's a, something that's supposed to be in binaural microphone territory. Is there like <laughs> right next to you? And it even says for the best experience, wear headphones. And one of your what? allies comes in and wakes you up. So it is just some ASMR shit. It, it seems like it should be like, it seems like that's the intent. <laughs> they are so smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. 
Man, you ever have your finger in the pulse so hard you're just piercing the arm? <laughs> <laughs> like fist to the North Star style. And another detail I appreciate is when you go to that hometown sort of thing. Mm. Uh, everyone wears casual clothing. Like they're no longer wearing the army outfits and stuff. Oh, cool. Um, oh, that's really smart. It's, it's like a real mm-hmm. game. <laughs> it, it's really funny when it's like some of them are in workout clothing that looks like modern day. <laughs> It's like sweatpants with, cool. the, with the string. And that's great. Yeah, they're over in the training area. Um, that, that system gets even smarter, though. There's a whole separate shop for those outfits. Yes! Oh, my God! They oh, get this it. this is awesome. God, this, like, as someone who is really fucking harsh on Three Houses for uh, uh, every single aspect of that game, <laughs> <laughs> one of the ones that bothered me the most is how they... Gave all these characters designs, but a huge part of the game is uh is is changing their class, and if you change their class, it instantly pops them into a generic body type. Uh, yeah. Like it just it just changes mm. everything from the neck down. And they also only have designs in the second half of the game. In the first half, they're all wearing the same uniform. Oh yeah, they are. Because they're they're in school, and then I there's need- a five year time jump. I need to play more of this to see how that affects when you because now any character can have like a Super Saiyan mode when you give them the, the ring that lets them fuse with a with a classic Fire Emblem character. And I have to wonder how generic those outfits are or if it is something unique for each character. So far, they've all been pretty unique and some of them are weird and futury and like white and gold Tron style. <laughs> I, I, I swear I saw in some bit of footage one of them looked like he had a fuck like he had wings made out of a video card. Just two <laughs> giant cooling fans. That's really good. I, that that that's that was a thing in three houses where the villain's base is like the dubstep dimension. <laughs> and it's like it's this weird cyber pyramid with lines all over it that's like that like Tron lines. And they have and they have missiles. <laughs> okay. Fire Emblem heading toward a scrapped princess thing. It feels like with, with stuff like this, and the fact that this game starts with a thousand year time jump, it feels like there might have been at some point this was supposed to be more modern looking in general. Hmm. Uh, but I hope that there's like the Super Saiyan stuff is really neat, like mechanically, because each character, when they fuse with a ring, get a different superpower. So, like, one of them literally. Okay, you do this, and then her special ability is she can teleport across the map to basically anywhere and do a special attack, and then she's just over there. So that changes tactical approach to the situations immensely. Right. Yeah. No, that it's always cool to have a strategy game where they have a unique thing like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that character's terrifying because she's a princess and in a in a big bell shaped dress, and you give her. (laughs) Like she's a caster and you give her a caster ring, but she all, she's also a sword wielder. So she's got like the book and also armor slayer, this <laughs> giant two-handed sword. That's good. Um, minor spoilers. Oh, should I play? I guess we can play the spoilers theme. I, I, I feel like I have a spoilers theme around here. One second. Here we go. Uh, this is for like an hour into the game. There's our spoilers theme. Okay, that's a good spoilers theme. I like it. Um, so you meet your mom, who's a dragon. And you say, that's my mom. Yes, of course. 
and she was in 10 minutes says every single death flag phrase you could think of <laughs> every single one of them she just pops every death flag like all at once and then within 10 minutes from that she dies <laughs> she says <My> moms <laughs> are tough and then gets shot by a missile <laughs> she, she's a black uh haggard cop <laughs> in their 50s last day on the force <laughs> yeah she's like i'm so glad to meet my son again i can't wait to do all these very specific things with my son it's been so long <laughs> i finally shit. have time now <laughs> oh no it's just, just just this one sentence that keeps going as she goes further and further it's like you're dying immediately aren't you this is really sad why are you doing this <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so I'm hoping the rest of the game is not like that. And that the writing is better. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to assume that's just a, we have to get this out of the way and then we can enjoy the rest. Right. You gotta I, eat I your don't. mom I dying vegetables. Just like that. You hope it's just like that? It's, you hope that it's anime as shit. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it's really funny. The only anime or like RPG mom I could think of that doesn't just get destroyed like that is Grandia 3. Uh, Grandia 1, also. Oh, yeah? It's been so long, I forgot what they did with the mom in that. She's uh. just like, okay, have fun on your adventure! And then, and then you go have the adventure. I feel like Breath of Fire 2's different because of the scale. <laughs> but that's debatable and weird. But yeah, Grandia 3, if it, for anyone who hasn't played it, you, you, your mom literally joins you for the adventure for, like, the first five to six hours. Yeah, and then what? she's just like, okay, well, you can go have your adventure now. I won't, I'll stop bothering you. <laughs> yeah, well, where's our RPGs with moms? Yeah, I don't know, our, In man. our party. Where's our Pokemon game where our moms are rival? <laughs> Fuck, They'll never I would play that. Yeah, no, that's that's how they went up Nimona. Yes, that would be way too good. Your mom's, uh, because modern Pokemon character design is a MILF <laughs> and your rival. We'll never be brave enough. <laughs> I think they might. I don't know. It does <laughs> feel like the next logical thing, right? Game freaks. Game freak are freaks. Yeah, uh, there's you can't put that many designs that are firing that hard in a thing without just going. Who here is deranged? <laughs> uh, one system I'm worried about in this. Can I turn off the spoilers? Yeah, music? yeah. Okay, cool. Absolutely. Great. There we go. Uh, you can go craft extra rings that aren't as good as emblem rings, which let you summon a dude mm -hmm. uh, and go Super Saiyan. They're called like some other level of ring, but there's like there's bond a, rings. Yeah. The, and they cause you basically are gotcha rolling for them. Okay. And they're for a bunch of minor characters from old fire emblems. And you just t dump currency into it and hope you get something good. Mm -hmm. And that's a little worrying. I have heard uh one that there's a way you can glitch that into working correctly uh and two <laughs> that you can just ignore it completely that, oh okay that, yeah like that it, probably it, it's makes a sense. waste of points and you should be putting those points into other shit mm. yeah i haven't found anything else to put those points into but i assume that there's something better than you're saying that hey Grease, how's you've been playing it is there something better to put them into that you found 
Uh, I, off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you because there's 800 million different systems in this game and they, <laughs> they start stacking up real fast. Like currently there's some character who's reached like the maximum bond with some, I think with an emblem ring and I need to go do something because of that. And I can't remember what it is and I couldn't find it in the home base. So I'm worried I'm wasting points right now. Because I couldn't remember which button I needed to hit. Mm. Hey Bob, I'm looking at Agro's like persona over here. Yeah. His familiar. And I think we should animate it kind of like Scrunt was animated. What do you th- what do you think? No? You don't think we should use uh, live 2D to animate his uh Maybe, maybe we should. Maybe we should make some horror horrible <laughs> scrunt to your creature. <laughs> Anyways, did anyone have anything else they wanted to say about Fire Emblem before we move on? Okay. Uh, Bob, that's it for you? That is it for me. Hey, Chris, what you been playing? Uh, okay, I played lots of stuff. Let me just find my fucking notes. I, I hear you played Saints Row 2. <laughs> yes, I did. I started streaming Saints Row 2 because uh, I wanted to and I needed an appropriate game to raise funds for the stream goal, which is Saints Row the Saints Row. <laughs> <sighs> uh, meaning Saints Row 2022. Yeah. <laughs> this is the most fucked up I have felt donating to anyone on any stream. As I'm just like, yeah, you were just like, I have to know. I have yeah. to know, Chris. I have to know what's in that game. I need somebody to play it. It's like, instead of sending out Charlie with, with money to go buy a chocolate bar, I set, I put a canary on a train to a coal mine. <laughs> I'm like, here you go, $20. Uh, Saints Row 2 has aged really well, surprisingly. Oh, wow. I would I would say it probably aged well better than any GTA game. Huh. That's... Because they weren't trying to do, like, the, the extremely accurate social commentary stuff, but there's stuff like, okay, you're filming a cop show. They give you satchel charges to stop loiterers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that aged a little, a little too well, actually. I, I feel just, like humanity could have dealt with that aging a little bit m- worse. You know, people be confused, be like, <laughs> why would this be the case? There's, there's stuff that just drove me up a wall laughing. Like, you go to the gun shop, and it's, it has a gigantic, like, sign that shoots fireworks out of the barrel of guns. And something about that just fucking killed me. <laughs> has like a big cornucopia of assault rifles that are shooting fire like you know just sparks out of all their barrels <laughs> uh it has it if, there, if that game has any problems it's that it most cars feel bad yeah that's but a I, real seven gen open world problem yeah sports cars feel fine and if you steal a police car or a taxi they both feel fine but how are you playing you just, this uh on the series x back compat it oh. has no bells and whistles. <laughs> yeah. It does not run in 4K. I think it only runs in 720p. And it does not run at 60 frames a second. It only runs in 30. <laughs> and sometimes it dips. I don't know how, but there's, yeah, sure, some, there's sure a couple points where it's just like, no, nah, we're, we're at 10. I'm like, <laughs> this wasn't supposed to be this way. I have to assume it is hard-coded to dip in that right. part. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> somewhere in the code, it's just like, and then stop rendering frames, because if you render frames anytime soon, it will all crash. 
Jesus. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Eat um, Lead is the same situation. It's it's frame capped at 30. It runs at 720p, but its loading is insanely fast. How is Saints Row 2? Is that uh it's it's an open world game. So like it, it it does the GTA thing where it loads a long time at the at boot okay. and it doesn't load nearly as much. Like I so, didn't notice any long loading. I, I'm really disconnected from Saints Row. I've only seen footage online having not played any of them myself. Is it seamless going in and out of buildings? Uh, yes. Okay, when you take a mission, Most does, of the time. It, does it fade to black and then fade in a cutscene for missions? Yes, it does. Okay, all right. Luckily, most There's games those don't take a while to load. Uh, I, uh, I did the entire... The, the way Saints Row works i don't know if i don't think one i don't know if i actually know very much about saints for one although apparently that's also bat compat so i need to check it out sometime yeah because that never came to pc or any other platform that's only on 360 really huh yeah uh huh. but saints row 2 the way saints row 2 works is that you have to go do these goofy side activities to earn respect and then each each current one respect currency lets you do a story mission and you do like you get like one respect for completing a challenge, a, a level of an activity. So one of the activities is the cop show I mentioned. Uh huh. And for completing the cop show, I got two machine magnums with infinite ammo. Oh my god! <laughs> and you can. And so I've had just been flossing on everything in this playthrough with these super guns. My brain's a little broken. You sat here and you're like, you, these main missions unlock via getting street cred, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's a currency. It's street cred. And it lets you progress the story. So it's like Stokens. I knew he was going to say that. Yeah. Why Tony wouldn't you have said that? <laughs> right? Everything's like Tony Hawk. My brain is ready to shut down at any moment. <laughs> but it, like, it's fine to do the activities to get respect because most of them are really fun. Like there's insurance fraud where they give you a ragdoll button and you just have to <laughs> ragdoll in front of cars and let them hit you until you have made enough money defrauding insurance. <laughs> or there's a trailblazing where you talk to this dirtbag frat boy and he's like, we got to get revenge on this other frat. Take our fireproof suit, set yourself on fire, and ride a moped through the streets. Right. <laughs> uh, or the or the one that everybody knows because it's the very first one you can get is a septic avenger, where a real estate no. agent goes, property values need to go down. Take this septic truck and spray shit on everything. There's also uh, there's also one where you're like a bodyguard for a celebrity and have to keep annoying fans away from them by literally throwing them into wood chippers. Whoa, that's awesome. <laughs> you put them in like the human shield pose and just toss them into the wood chipper and like mulch comes out the other side and you get 100 points. I know it's like, get them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. I haven't played this one. Does it have a lock-in targeting system like an old GTAs, or is it like a third-person shooter? It's like a third-person shooter. Um, you you have iron sights, but you don't have like, but you don't really need to use them. Okay. So I, I just like set the big circle reticle in the center of the screen and just strafe and use that as I just I use my <laughs> movement to aim. Mm -hmm. That's when you know the aiming feels really good. <laughs> and just and just hold the button, and just people get deleted by the super guns. The guns in Saints Row 2 are really good even without the super guns. Like, you get a shotgun and it's just like an off button for NPCs. 
it, it does this thing that I feel that every other Saints Row fucked up, every subsequent one, where it has like gravity to the story. Oh. Where like all the goof, like the side missions are really goofy and there's goofy stuff in the main story. But like the way the way Saints Row 2 works is you have three separate storylines where you take down different gangs in the city. Right. And then at the end, you do the final thing against the giant corporation that runs the city. One of them is just the main character being a sociopath. Because it's like, because uh, the lead, the leader of the of this gang called the Brotherhood is uh, Michael Dorn, a wharf from Star Trek: The Next Generation, mm. playing an enormous seven foot tall like uh, like heavy metal dude. And he's like, well, you guys are new. You guys have been out for a while, so, so we'll work with you, but you, but you get 20%. Uh, and the boss, like the boss, is that that's the player character's name. The boss just shits his pants and like goes on a rampage. And over the course of the storyline, you steal toxic waste and have it put into his tattoo artist tattoo gun. So you burn his face off with toxic waste. What? You kidnap his girlfriend and put her in the trunk of a car and then put her on the demolition field that he's like, he's driving a monster truck over cars and you park the car with her in a trunk in it. What? Uh, you beat up his tattoo artist and like stomp their hand onto pyrotechnics on a stage and then set them off. What? You just you just do war crime after war crime after war crime in this story arc. And it's not played for laughs. It's like, no, you're a fucking freak. That's really weird. And it's really funny because very early in the story, very early in that story, uh they they lynch one of the your party members. And I and I remember as a kid, not as a fucking kid, this game counted as I was like when I was like 19. As a younger <laughs> adult, I was like, I did that storyline last, and I'm like, why didn't this one character appear in any of the other missions? Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, because they die three missions into this storyline, they get tied to the back of a truck and dragged across town. Oh. And, it's, and the boss acts real indignant. It's like, how dare you? When I do this to you, it's fine. But how dare you do it back to me? It, it also has a wife scene like that. <laughs> that character dying is a wife scene because they're tied to it. They're, they're all they're, They got drug. They're still alive. Seemingly. Mm-hmm. The, the main character can't get them unchained from the back of this truck. So he's like, guess I got to shoot you in the head. So so based on that description, it is not the cool sort of wife scene like in kill switch. Is more gears two Ian. Uh yeah, it is very gears two Ian. <laughs> gears two E, you know the the gears game where you team up with Kazooie. <laughs> Marcus Phoenix is like, calm down, Kazooie. Jesus, <laughs> we can't use Thor's hammer. That's a fucking orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> one of the best seventh gen games. Uh, I was out. I was outside of the room. Uh, rather, I turned into a human skeleton on screen, irradiated and all. You know, I'm a gamer. <laughs> um, did you say Michael Dorn is the bad guy? 
he's uh one of the bad guys uh he's... that's incredible <laughs> yeah this is this is this is another thing that saints row three and four fucked up where they they started there's a thing in saints row three where you meet the mayor of the city mm-hmm. and it's burt reynolds like not voiced by him it's burt reynolds okay and all and all the characters do like a soy face and go burt reynolds and that's the joke yes saints row 2 doesn't do that because it's a good game <laughs> they're like we'll let uh, the audience do that we don't need to inform them that they need to be doing that through our characters doing that uh other very funny casting is uh the dirtbag fail son leader of the asian gang the ronin the japanese gang is yuri lowenthal <laughs> he always has the best roles he does <laughs> I forget if there's any other celebrities. I haven't. I, I'll have to finish the story and uh, find that out. But yeah, a great game. Excited to stream more of it. And I guess I'll find out what's in that new one. I, I, I am <laughs> excited to watch you stream more of that because I barely got to watch um, on the day you were streaming. You see, I had been up for a day straight editing and releasing the Forspoken review at that point, and I'm like, I just want to go eat a bowl of poke and fucking fall asleep. So that makes sense. Don't don't worry, you would have been chased off anyway because I did six levels of talk of Septic Avenger in a row. Really? Okay. Yeah, that is I, a lot. I did catch part of that. And I was like, man, I have such good luck. He just described it in a way where I assumed it was one mission, and I get to show up for that. Though there is something intrinsically funny about taking these fucking like they're not McMansions, but there's just something about these houses that are so copy and paste mm -hmm. and just ruining them like that. That's very funny to me, but I also hate real estate. So there's also, there's that. That's another thing. There's so much incidental dialogue in this. That's very funny. Like one of the toxic uh, septic Avenger missions is in a trailer park. Mm -hmm. And when the police shows up, you, the person helping you is like, Oh, I didn't think the cops would show up so fast for a trailer park. <laughs> They are right to think this. Uh, I also played the entire Dead Space remake. Ooh. That's sure Dead Space 1. It's almost one-to-one. -one. It has some improvements like uh, weapons you had to buy you now are given at points in the story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were telling um, me about that. That seems like a, a change for the better. Right. They they rebalance the weapons because my understanding is that in Dead Space 1, a couple weapons were bad on purpose because <laughs> they uh, they did not because the whole point is you have to dismember the limbs and they don't do that. Like the flamethrower is one of them because people right. used to get pissed because you have to buy the flamethrower from the store and then it's bad. And so they made it pretty good. OK. Uh, I think they completely redid how Zero gravity stuff feels to control because I remember it feeling real bad to control in um that's in like the original version, which I never beat by the way. I I quit in chapter seven because I think it's seven because there's a boss fight that's a turret sequence that's really bad. Um, they removed the turret sequences in this. They changed what those how those work. Mm -hmm. I think zero gravity in the original Dead Space. I might be wrong. You you're just. You're locked onto a, a surface like with magnet shoes, and then you can jump to another surface, but you can't like float. Okay, then they completely changed it, and you can float now. Hmm. Uh, also, also Isaac Clark talks now. He didn't talk at all in the original. 
Yeah. So they uh, they rewrote the story for him to talk, which in points comes off like the bullet storm Duke Nukem thing <laughs> where he's oh like God. in a different plane of reality from the other characters. Like there's a lot of points where he's because um everybody, of course, talks about this game being RE4 because mm -hmm. the devs said it. It's also a lot like Half-Life 2. Cause, cause you get like a fit, you, you get like the, the, the kinesis power that lets you snatch objects and launch them like the gravity gun mm -hmm. that's used for puzzles multiple times. There's an unbelievably half-life two hallway where there's like laser traps that will instantly kill you if you touch them. So you have to pick up a box and hold it in front of you as you walk sideways through the hall <laughs> and turn the other way and walk sideways past the next one. It's but really funny how many games just had the gravity gun for like a few years after Half-Life 2. Well, yeah, the gravity yes, gun is cool uh, as hell. Uh, Bioshock 1 has that. It has the telekinesis uh, Ability, plasmid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it also has the thing which also Bioshock 1 has where it's like you see an NPC behind an impenetrable pane of glass. You know what's about to happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's where like the disconnect comes in where Isaac is like, wait, no, look out as they're being like fed through a wood chipper uh-huh <laughs> but yeah the, um it, it, it's dead space one if you already liked dead space one you'll you might like that i mean you'll probably like you might like it more because of all those improvements also it feels much better because it runs at 60 now instead of 30 Ooh. yeah every version of dead space one runs at 30 because it was like tied to the, the logic's tied to the frame rates one of those Except I think on back competitive as FPS boost, right? I, I do not think it does, no. Okay. I think the other two do, but I okay. think it was like, no, we can't touch this or break. Well, that's cool. I'm glad that there's like a um, smoother feeling way to play that. Uh, from, that was pretty uh, interesting. Big dead space heads have told me that they fucked up the hitboxes real bad in places. Like somebody showed me a clip of the stomp hitting a standing enemy's head. Mm -hmm. Huh. Mm. Whatever. <laughs> as uh, long as it's generous in that way, I'm okay with it. <laughs> the stomp should end worlds. Also, yeah, that's a good question. How powerful is the sound design on the stomp? Because that's one of the most important sounds in it's, Dead it's, Space. It's about as good. It's, it, okay. it, it's good. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, like, it's Dead Space 1. They probably shouldn't have sold this for $70. That's how 1-1 it is. Uh, it, it, mm. Like it's the same layout, pretty much the exact same enemies, same steps. Yeah, I think it just really... felt weird. Seventy, like sixty, right. would have been yeah. more swallowable, and I think fifty would have been the sweet spot for this. Yeah, I think if you're gonna be able to skip a lot of pre-development, <laughs> yeah, by the fact you're remaking a game, you should let us save some money on this too. Not 70. Come on now. Yeah, 70, like, especially because I because I bought this game physically in a store. Mm -hmm. So they were like, $76, please. And it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it does hurt. $76, please. And it cuts to Chris, who's wearing the AVGN outfit and just <laughs> looks directly into the camera. And he's like, yes. <laughs> Uh, I don't need to say that Isaac that Isaac Clark kind of looks like Adam Sandler now because Kino Fabino already did that edit for me. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was really good.
I like the tweet doesn't call any attention to it. It's just text about the game and what they thought. Real good. Uh, you know, Chris, it's funny that you bring up Duke Nukem in, uh, in that game. And how he, uh, how he acts like he's in a parallel dimension as he says a bunch of voice lines that don't match up with anything else going on. Guess what our stream goal is for the funniest weekend in gaming? <laughs> no, no! <laughs> oh, that would be miserable. I have to show up and give you money for it. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad because I'm, I'm sitting here I, at the retro game store looking for Duke Nukem and I just see Bullet Storm on the shelf and I'm like, Oh, that's right, Duke Nukem was in that. And then I go to buy the Matt Hazard games on the on the store on the Xbox Live store, and I see Duke Nukem is coming up like, "Hi, I'm in Bullet Storm. Remember me? Wasn't it cool when I got dementia and started rambling?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh God." Yeah, I think I said this. I said this during the Saints Row stream, but um, <laughs> one of the things they should do in a Borderlands is just. Mm -hmm. Wait, no, it wasn't Borderlands. It was in the new Saints Row because now, uh, now Volition is owned by Embracer. Because they always, because like they always do weird shit. Like in Saints Row Four, one of the voices was just Nolan North being Nolan North. Yeah, like he's like, "Hey, I'm Nolan North." They should just have Duke mode, where the player character is just Duke Nukem, except they <laughs> yeah. should actually record other people acknowledging it's Duke Nukem and not do the bullet storm thing where he's in another plane of existence. And it should be voiced by Gianni. <laughs> uh, last thing I played, Pizza Tower came out. I picked that up. Cool. If you don't know what Pizza Tower is, it is a indie game. It is a Wario Land four like. Uh, it has a very sketchy art style. It's all very fluid animation because you know the main dev was an artist, lead dev was an artist. That kind of thing happens. It's really neat. I've only played like five levels. Uh, it's it's much more combo based than like Wario Land 4 where it's about, okay, use all of Pepino, that's the chef's uh, movement options. Use all of Pepino's movement options to fly through these stages and kill every enemy, you know, without breaking the combo. He sure has a lot of more mobility than Wario. Somebody described it as, uh, imagine if Wario had so much anxiety it let him run up walls. <laughs> and yes Pepino is a very very anxious character yeah I mean not only can you see that through his normal character art there's the there's the picture and picture in the upper right where that character too is just everyone's melting and ODing is what it looks like <laughs> and it's funny because if you get anything, because when you uh, when you beat the stage, you get like a full animation of the main of Pepino reacting when you uh, uh, like to your rank. And if you get a, he's like nice and gives a big thumbs up. But if you get a B, one rank lower, he just looks deflated and goes okay. <laughs> he's like me for real. I watched the trailer. Before I started playing, I'm like, look at all the shit that's in this game. Holy shit. And based on how long it took me to beat those five levels, not even counting like reruns to get a better rank. This game might be like eight hours long. It's like the opposite of Dead Space from like, you're only charging $20 for this. You could have got away with 30, I think. It 
it's kind of like the Forspoken Hi-Fi Rush thing. There has to be a balance. <laughs> yeah, like, there, you need, there needs to be a balance in the force. Yes. <laughs> it all balances out in the end. Check Did my you... notes here if there's anything else. No, but I got. I want to bring up one more thing about Dead Space that they sure. changed. Uh, in the the original game was completely linear, like you couldn't back you couldn't backtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this, they made the whole ship accessible at once. Like if you've unlocked it through going through the story, it, it right it doesn't take it away from you. That's pretty crazy. D- does That's it a pretty big change? Does that really do they do anything more within that than you might expect with that? Oh, I would assume that uh, I, there are there's collectibles. A couple, there's a couple side quests. I didn't do any of them. Okay. But there's a couple side quests that I can't imagine were there in the original. Because I, I know when they were talking about this, they kind of described it like a Metroidvania where you unlock more of the ship by getting new powers and stuff. But it, it, from the description I hear now, it is more like, well, no, you can just go back to the old places you've already been. Yeah, I, I, maybe there's like stuff you can find with new powers, but you don't get... You don't really get very many things that like change what you can do. You get the thing that lets make you get the you get the stasis so things will go slow. And you get the kinesis so you can use telekinesis. Oh, and you get security clearance. You get you you get a key. You get keys. Okay. And and there is there is like max level security clearance keys and stuff like like doors and lockers in every area. But most of those feel like, no, we're going to send you back there at some point, and these are so you can resupply. Hmm. Uh, there's one... There's one part of the game of Dead Space that always gets me where they make you fight a boss, and then five minutes later, they make you fight it a second time. Not, not, not the same guy that got back up, a different guy. A different one of the same enemy that's now a regular enemy. But normally, mm-hmm. there's longer than five minutes between fighting them as a boss versus the reveal of them as an enemy. I feel like I've seen that happen many times where it's just like, this is a boss. I guess not. <laughs> like when you just, oh yeah, there's another fuck. Not crazy. And uh, there is one cutscene. Not cutscene because there are no cutscenes. It's, it's Half-Life 2 style. One sequence. Oh, one sequence. I forgot about that. Where the addition of Isaac now talking it comes off like he got somebody killed through whiny petulance. I'm what? not going to describe it. Okay. Or I can. You can put up the spoiler thing. Hey, guys. Spoilers for a really old video game remake. Let's go. Okay, do it. Okay, so there's, 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 there's this crazy guy who's working for the meat monsters. Like, he, he wants to ascend. Uh-huh. He's a mark. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so you find him behind this pane of glass, and he like you. And the whole thing is that he shows up sometimes and puts you in stasis using his own thing, so you can't mm-hmm. move, and then talks at you, and then leaves. Uh, he does this to another person who has him at gunpoint, and is going to shoot them in the head. And Isaac tries to talk to him. He's like, "No, tell me what your goal is. Tell me what you want to do. Well, help me understand." Like he's like he's open to it. Mm-hmm. And it comes off like he's trying to delay this guy until the stasis wears off the person holding the gun. But then halfway through it, he's like, I decided fuck you and fuck Ascendants. And then and then the guy immediately turns around and shoots the frozen person in the head. And I'm like, you could have kept up this act like 15 more seconds. 
It, Look, he had I, his I limit. Can't, I can't believe I have to refer reference this, but it comes off like that part of MacGruber oh. where he gets on the phone of the villain and instantly gets them to hang up. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Dan's dead. Great. Uh, but yeah, that's everything I played. Hey, Agro, you been playing anything? Uh, yeah, I've been playing this this great new game called Fire Emblem Engage. Oh, that's which cool. I did want to say, I have never touched a Fire Emblem before. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, I came close. I used to stand in my local blockbuster holding Ocarina of Time and Fire Emblem going, should I rent Ocarina of Time again or try something new? And then I would rent Ocarina of Time again every time. <laughs> so that why that was never there? <laughs> <laughs> So I, uh, like I said, never touched a Fire Emblem, and this one feels like feature rich and polished. And I, I likened it to how I waited to get a smartphone to like the iPhone 5 <laughs> when it actually worked and did all the things it was supposed to do. Yeah. It feels great, doesn't it? That's also when I jumped <laughs> in on smartphones. It's pretty exciting. I, I jumped into it directly after Forspoken, so it was like taking an <laughs> antidepressant straight to the brain. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty cool how coming off of Forspoken, everything else gets this massive buff. Yeah, you just boot it and immediately get that four kids style opening song. Yeah. <laughs> it's really nice. You know, it's a tactics game. So you, you start it up and you get all these tutorials and the game gently takes you by the hand and leads you forward to the edge of this cliff and then kicks your ass off. Welcome to battle three, bitch. Grow up. <laughs> Oh no! I'm, I'm the really only glad person I set up on the, the casual, so nobody dies forever. <laughs> I'm the only person on the podcast not playing Fire Emblem. <laughs> I haven't started it yet. Hooray! It's sitting right in front of me, though, so I'll probably do that tomorrow. Boo! <laughs> I know I'm not doing that tomorrow. I'm playing Matt Hazard. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I have to go to like a retail job, and even I feel better than you. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> did you did you have anything else you want to say about Fire No, no, I, I think oh, I'm good okay. for now. Did you play anything else? Uh, I did not. Oh, no. Pondlord! Oh no! Oh fuck! <gasps> Pondlord, baby! Pondlord, baby! Pondlord! Such as? I love bottom text. Bob, they can't see that yet. Oh no! Bob, why are you spoiling the problem? Bob! Jesus Christ, Bob. Well, hopefully you'll find some forgiveness from the Podlords. <laughs> oh, I love bottom text. Yes, that's right. The Podlords. Podlords such as E. Lee Broyles, Corey Brown, a reminder for Symphony of War. Thank you for that image from last week. I got to look at it again. <laughs> Red Blaze 27, Suzu Shiro, BN12, Shibuyagato, Rado, 
101 shades of waiting for the rest of those Kickstarter backer rewards. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. No. They're still... <laughs> yeah. <sighs> WTF Spider-Man. Mister, I like spam. I'm here to remind you that it's been three years since this abomination came into existence, and with it came great strife. Everything, still, nothing has happened since your birth but misery. Still the only <laughs> words blocked on my Twitter account. <laughs> DFW3K. Pizza Tower sure does have some interesting enemy idol animations, huh? Shiny Mew offers everyone congratulations for surviving Game of the Year once again. Thank you. That is actually a gigantic task. Yeah, yeah I, I deserve these congratulations. That feels good. You earned this. <laughs> Kristen. Kyle Bjork. It's me, Adam. They finally paid me for my time in the Corpo Wars. There was some dude there named Mindball. Bit of a freak, bro. image is very strange. Oh, this is just a picture of Adam. Yeah, oh, okay. Is this like from Wizards? <laughs> it does look like Wizards. It, it, it's, it's from the 70s, but I don't recognize it. <laughs> That's a scary phrase. Iron Aggro. Blig the Blue. Schlig the Spoo. Monster Hunter Ryzen and Raiden. Nothing bad ever happens to Clone High! <laughs> uh, oh, wait, no. did something bad happen to Clone High? The entire first episode of the reboot leaked on Twitter. <laughs> oh, okay, that, that, that's bad, but that's not as bad as I was expecting. I was expecting David Zaslav went down there with a bat, oh, and no! now it's all gone. That episode's really good, by the way. <laughs> it's really funny when they clearly don't have line reads for some of the characters, so the director comes in to just read a line. Mm. Cooper Tank. I'm about to kill chaos with this gun I found. <laughs> See, they have, they have a gun in an action game right now, Bob. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's true. Two parts milk, one part Mountain Dew. Not great. This is like a drug PSA. Eventually, people are going to start drinking this to spite you, Podlord. Indigo Sykes. Drive typecast. Hellsinger Whack. Hyper Demon Whack, play Ultra Kill and get yelled at by Gianni from Twitter. Quite the shirt. Evil Lucario. A raccoon stealing your jar of peanut butter. Get back here. Yeah, we need that. I need that hey, I need peanut butter. I need that to eat spoonfuls of it, then realize, oh, that was like 100 calories. I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> yeah, Bob needs it for actual cooking. I need it for doing exactly what Chris said, including the emotional aftermath. <laughs> A bunch of raccoons that played Hyper Demon. <laughs> uh. mm. Microsoft shadow dropping Hi-Fi Rush like... I'm Pothead! It's him. Yep. Pothead. It's him. The Hard M accepted a job that pays more than double what they were making before. In place of a bit, he is R.L. Ornstein. Uh. Ugh. 
Alright. <laughs> Sarlene. Tomothy Fister. Bearded Joe. Cleochrome. Prunglespum. So, Agro, I hear you are a fan of Shadow Assassins. What? Who told you about the Shadow Assassin? See, this is when we need the bounce arc sound to go. Noodle. You could clear the news segment in one hour if you're good enough. <laughs> that was really funny. That was an unbelievably funny part of that game. Agro, they told us how long the rest of the game was. A third into fucking El Shaddai. Fantastic. <laughs> Dan, when he has to now play bad Halo games from studios outside of 343 instead of just bad Halo games from 343. Now, if you think oh. hard, you'll realize there's a good reason why Dan will never have to play those other Halo games. Weeaboots on Gundam Witch for Mercury, episode 4 through 12, when? And Iconic Bane. Thank you very much to our pod lords. Thank, Thank you, pod, pod lords. lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. And, Thank you. and if you'd like to become a pod lord, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gbpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get many benefits, such as early access to Chugging Bleach and Pokemon Go to the Movies, our two monthly anime review podcasts, wherein we review uh, every episode of Bleach five at a time, five or more at a time, and one Pokemon <laughs> movie. Uh, both of those shows will be going on until we're both, until everybody's dead. <laughs> um, you also get cut content from other shows when indeed those shows have cut content you can receive you also get a patron exclusive show one a month where you get to vote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about uh, and if it's a bad thing you get a commentary track and by uh, my estimation you have roughly seven hundred thousand commentary tracks waiting for you on the patreon we've been doing this for a long time uh patreon.com slash gb podcast and if you don't have any money it always helps us immensely to tell your friends rate us on thursdays rate us on your favorite podcast app like this video on YouTube. Also, go watch our Forspoken review and also like that and, and trick the algorithm into, into thinking it, it's a blessed child. That's patreon.com slash Podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. And yeah, I believe Chris's math checks out. We have done uh, 10 billion approximately. <laughs> At least it feels like it. Yeah. Hey, Bob, did I turn on your TV while turning off mine? I don't think so. Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. That happens way too often. <laughs> Uh, we got news! Huh? Look out! <laughs> news Reapers! Da -da 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 -dun -dun -dun. <laughs> Anyways, we've got news. Let's, uh, let's go over to the news cam. Nope, that's not the news cam. <laughs> <laughs> that is just not the news cam. That is the news cam. Hey, Bob. Hey. Uh, I guess we'll start with you. Sure. They announced this guy, Seven Vows of the Virtuous, is coming to the West this fall for PS5, PS4, Switch, and PC. Wow. Thank like just... God they didn't fuck it up for no reason. Yeah. They figured it out, you guys. The city you saved. <laughs> put it on things. Don't only put it on the Switch. What's wrong with you? Look, they thought that spell would work more than once. They didn't realize it was a consumable. They, they, they got their Switch buff in sales once ever. Right. They didn't know. And I guess that the PC Steam version is actually new for the West for this. So that's neat. 
So you're saying that Japan is not getting... Yeah, at like, least not okay. not announced yet for Japan on PC. Okay. All right, my next piece of news. According to IGN, Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo will not be at E3. No shore full of presence. Nothing like that. Hmm. Right. The summer okay. of gaming lives. That's great. <laughs> with hopefully with e- Look, Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo can do whatever fucking weird shows they want whenever they want. Mm-hmm. At least having E3 will confine all of the bad ideas to one week. That's what you think. I sure hope. Um, the weird part of this is also xbox meanwhile is understood to be working with reed pop the same people doing the uh e3 show man that's kind of fucked up to host a separate physical showcase the weekend before e3 yeah that's kind of fucked up yes which is currently set to be held at los angeles convention center june 13th to 16th wait they're also using lacc i oh okay no this quote is about the e3 okay okay okay. i was like jesus christ how is it this fucked up yeah it it just seems really weird microsoft has announced they're fucking your wife (laughs) they're desperate they're desperate for attention and will do any goofy thing to even remotely try and catch it yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know that just seems like you wanted to save middleman money and it's like you're microsoft you just invested billions in open ai would what you can't afford an E3? Whatever. Um, my prediction for this is, unfortunately, this will not do anything to curb the spreading out of these news events during the summer. Um, but luckily, Jeff is never going to be as insane as he was that one year ever again. Yeah, Jeff Keighley now knows that people want things more confined, and he seems to be working towards that. Good for him and good for us. Yeah. You know, maybe if we just let Microsoft buy everyone, then it'll only be one show. <laughs> maybe <laughs> no maybe it's worth it. <laughs> Oh my no, god, you're right, Agro. <laughs> that company is run by histrionics. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. They th- we don't have to deal with separate Microsoft and Bethesda showcases. They just yet s- sort of <laughs> I, which I've honestly always been disappointed by because it was like Microsoft usually had a fun show that had lots of weird things. And now it's just it's a Bethesda show that has a few things that aren't that. And I'm like, no. Let me escape. Yeah, I liked the energy Microsoft shows had leading up to 2020. Yeah. It has not recovered since. No. Um, Maybe going forward. I don't know. Bob, I have blanked out the news about Steam Next Fest being next week. (laughs) Yeah, it does. February 6th to 13th. Steam Next Fest. Everyone get ready to download demos and play them within those six days. That way, during Bob's segment, you're like, I I played that too. It also didn't hook up with my controller. (laughs) And now I have, like, a relatively high-end PC, so I can tell you if it's just a terribly optimized game or not. That's true. Every stream, every Steam Next Fest to date, you've done, um, on, what was it? What was your last card? A 970? Something like that. Something because, like that. Because you did a 970 and a 1060. Mm-hmm. And now you're up at a 1080 Ti, which is real shit. That's right. basically, that's borderline as powerful as a PS5, you know? Right, it's like within spitting distance, but it can't do our, uh, ray tracing or anything. So, so throw it away. Obviously, obviously, Bob, you're gonna look back at all of your life mm-hmm. and and see the part where you didn't have ray tracing, and you're gonna regret it. Tom's hardware told me so years ago. Yeah, they're very smart. And then I waited several years to get ray tracing, and when I did, I went, "This is what they were." <laughs> Wait, does this suck? Wait oh, a no. minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. You know what else sucks, Bob? This next news. 
Unannounced single-player Titanfall game, Titanfall Legends, reportedly canceled. This Fuck is... you. Yeah, this Bloomberg reporting this. This that sucks. sucks. This sucks really bad. That sucks. Well, that... well, don't, well, everybody knows that service games make so much money. Don't look, don't look at my news at all. I <laughs> <sighs> just can EA ship a thing. EA, can you ship a thing? Please ship a thing. I would like it if you ship the thing. I've had to listen to the phrase "new Dragon Age game." The entire run of Big Think, I'm pretty sure. It's okay. They, they yeah. shipped the Dead Space 1 remake. That's the same, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a new game. Good job. <laughs> Fucking they, assholes. They tease a Dead Space 2 remake, and I'm like, who's going to be making it? This whole team is going over to Iron Man. What? Yeah, really? Motive is making that Iron Man game for him. Cool. <sighs> Why? All right. That's great. Uh... Oh, yeah, I'll summarize the next one. Bloomberg said that the PSVR shipment was getting cut in half uh, because of a lack of demand. Mm -hmm. Note, the only way to pre-order one was through Sony's direct PlayStation store. Right. So this would be absolutely insane to do based on that. And everyone on the internet pointed that out. And then Sony said, yeah, that's not real. I thought they started doing store pre-orders as well. Did they not? No, apparently they haven't done that yet. Weird. I looked around because I saw other people asking the same thing. They were like, didn't Best Buy do these? As huh. far as all of the information on Twitter, like I didn't go to every retail. Well, I could do that while we're covering the next story, though. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's stupid. I sincerely hope Sony is actually correct in denying it. Because mm -hmm. it is incredibly stupid to be like, we're not going to ship as many. When this I mean, is a thing you kind of want to have a presence with so people know what it is. You don't want to only sell it through an online store. Yeah. That, that Two million is, was such an insane number to me anyway. Well, so here's what I've been hearing about that number. Is okay. that this report of them slashing that number and that number came from the same guy. And this is the same guy that did the same thing about the launch of the PS5. Where he reported that, oh, Sony's cutting the numbers because it doesn't look good. And Sony's like, we didn't say any of that shit. Who are you? <laughs> so this guy keeps getting away with this is what I'm hearing. Yeah, it's what it sounds like. I, I cannot confirm. I have not found primary sources. I have been tracking this rumor around a bunch of forums, but I haven't been able to find anything conclusive. Okay. Well, thank yeah. you for being upfront about that. Um. <laughs> If Sony thinks they're shipping a million units by the end of March is still a shitload for this product. Well, you you do the you produce it in the months leading up to launch. Like you don't have to sell out of all two million by the end of March. Uh, apparently, they said we'll ship two million by by the end of March. No, they said ship one million, which still sounds insane to me. I could see a million shipping. I mean, that's only a one in thirty attachment rate for the PS5. I could. That seems a lot for a five hundred dollar VR thing, even if it's really high quality. It's really funny, and you know, I get it because five hundred dollars is a lot of fucking money. And no world am I going to be like, that's not a lot of money, you guys. But in the world of VR headsets, that's actually not that much money because it's literally technologically the best headset on the market. And it's half the price of the Vive thing that came out years ago and is very outdated in comparison. So it's really weird to be like, it is expensive. Absolutely. In no world is it not expensive. But also, for a VR headset, it's really not bad. I did see, what was it, that uh, Quest 2 went on sale. And I put out feelers on Twitter. I'm like, this thing, good. I just want to use it for VR chat. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
guys, is this a good PC VR headset? And the answers weren't flat yes. It was a bunch of, let me give you a lot of details of how you make it work. And I'm like, I've used a Windows PC. I'm not... <laughs> yeah, no. Shit that works flat out doesn't always work on a window on my PC. But anyways, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I would certainly like to get hard confirmation eventually on whether or not it is that same guy. Because, man, that's, that's a consistent track record. Yeah, I think that he was also the same guy that did something along the lines of the, the Switch Pro rumors last year. Oh, with the, the OLED Switch having a much bigger margin? Yeah, something like that. I could have sworn that we were listening to Jeff Gertzman talk about it, and he brought that up. Are you telling me sources are important? Yeah, as it turns out. Anyway. Yeah, who knows? Let's move on. Sure. Um, this is crazy. Mm. James Gunn did a thing where he basically talked about the next six plus years of DC films. And in that, he talked about how going forward, movies, TV shows, animations, and games will all share the same actor. That's idiotic. And, and they will games will not be like a straight reproduction of a movie. They'll like fill in time gaps and things. Oh, that sounds like a nightmare. Thanks, James Gunn, for just saying don't pay attention to DC until I'm gone. That's really weird because that's the inverse of the thing that Sony Visual Arts Group was trying to do where they wanted to make I know. television and stream content to go in between the games. Yeah, it seems like an insanely bad idea because we know games are so much more complicated to ship than a movie or right. a TV show. It's just the way it is oh yeah yeah now, th now this is just is. definitely people who don't understand how different that medium is thinking you can multimedia this shit mm -hmm. and it's like no dude this game will ship four years from now if they do it right yeah and good <laughs> luck them doing it right right yeah because you have a rotten track record of that over at dc <laughs> yeah if you haven't want like any of those wb games how it took them yeah obviously longer than they expected uh-huh uh yeah that's terrible yeah uh the voice acting thing is stupid as well yeah like guys let's let's not beat around the bush let's not be stupid let's not all pretend our heads are in the ground we don't hire actors for their acting ability we most of them are hired based on their looks and charisma mm -hmm. that doesn't fucking translate in voice acting most yeah, actors you... cannot voice act like what do you do when the big actor is like <sighs> i don't want to go voice this tv show or this game yeah, like, are you going to try and force them into some contract that, or they're obligated? I hope you're willing to pay out the ass and render all that other shit unprofitable. Yeah, that's insane. They 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 did leave room for, like I said, most of the time they would try and do this. So there is room for okay, we can't get that huge name actor. We'll we'll just use someone some sound alike or something. Yeah, that sounds. But it's so not even trying to approach it. Yeah, no, it's absolutely idiotic. Oh, man. Okay, let's move on. Okay. Uh, PS5 beta firmware got announced. Mm. Um, it's going to have VRR 1440p support and Discord voice chat. Thank God. The Discord voice chat was like a, over a year and a half coming, I think. I know, right? 
It they was really, that partnership forever ago. It was really good because they're like, we did an investment in Discord and we're going to integrate it with the PS5. And, and everyone's like, oh, ho, ho, Xbox is owned. And Xbox is like, no, no, no. We're going to get Discord voice chat working on our system. And apparently the way that shipped was the most workaround bullshit that's incredibly clumsy and awful to engage with that no one, as far as I know, even uses it. So hopefully... Well, that sounds like everything on in engaging with on the xbox os when you're yeah. well yes um but when you're racing someone to fast track your version of the integration over theirs and your os is already weird in the way that the xbox one is yeah clearly built on many layers that don't operate properly there's no vision with it and it's not very cohesive cohesive is kind of like the last word i would use to describe it mm -hmm. um it kind of makes sense that it would come out like that uh so i hope this is good because I absolutely could see using it, mm -hmm. um, especially as games continue to be more and more cross-platform. You know, oh like, yeah, yeah, like your Fortnites, your Overwatches, your things like that, where you could be on PlayStation, play with your friends on PC, and not sit there and be like, "I'm gonna voice chat cuck shit," <laughs> uh, and you can even ruin their lives with your dual sense microphone. <laughs> Uh, there was also some other stuff that they're adding filters, more filters to filtering your game library so you can see parts of it better. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't look into that, though. It looked like some of the filtering options were only on, like, they were options that already existed in general, but you couldn't use them when you were making your game lists, which are their folders. Oh, okay. So now you can use them when you're doing that. Okay, interesting, interesting. All right. Uh, this next news sucks too. Yeah, it does. There's nothing but bad news this week. It feels I have this great week news. sucks. I have great news. It's like one tiny sweet chocolate in the middle of this pile of hell. 46 games are being removed from the 360 marketplace on February 7th. That's next week. Um, according to Gamatsu, this doesn't affect Xbox One series X or in series listings, but I don't know if I should even trust that because it just seems like a random offhand comment they put in there. I'm gonna read the list. Oh my god! Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. Aegis <laughs> <laughs> Wing, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, three four Liberation HD, Blood of the Werewolf, Blue Dragon, Breakdown, Call of Breakdown. I know this That's back. This has a Whatever. ton of Anyways, really great games on it. We're gonna move on. Yeah, a lot Call of these are back compat. Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, Call of Duty Ghosts, Castle Crashers, Cloning Clyde, Counter-Strike Go, Dark Souls, Dark Siders 2, Daytona USA, which I bought since they announced this, mm -hmm. uh, Defense Grid, Eat, Chow Down, Far Cry 2, Final Fight Double Impact, Iron Brigade, Jeremy McGrath's Off-Road, Off -road, Jet Set Radio, Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead 2, Limbo, Lost Odyssey, Mass Effect 2, Monopoly Deal, Monopoly Deal, <laughs> Mutant Blobs Attack N Plus. Oh, that sucks. Outpost Kalaki X, Peggle 2, Phantom Breaker Battlegrounds, Prince of Persia. Good luck figuring 2008. out. 2008. <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah. was like, I assume 2008, but I don't know based on reading the name. Ruse, which is an acronym. Yeah. Periods. Sega Vintage Collection, colon, Alex Kidd and Company or and co skate Two, south park the stick of truth spelunky splinter cell conviction star wars battlefront star wars kodor 2 the orange box the raven episode one and the witcher 2 uh some of these are not on back Compat though like daytona usa right yeah. um and yeah and then there's just no way to get them because they also don't have so, a 360 like disc copy yeah i was gonna say some of these n plus is a is a digital game mm-hmm 
So this really sucks. Yeah. Um, you know, it's I just bought 360 games last night. Yeah. I use stores they, on seven gen consoles they a lot. Swear, they swear that like cause cause the back compat versions have different store pages than the on than the 360 store. Where they so they're exist, swearing yes. there's yeah, when they exist. They're swearing it isn't affecting this. They also said that the store the the 360 store in general would be shut down in May. But they then backpedaled that and said, no, that was a weird mistake. It means nothing. And I'm like, no, you didn't mean to announce it yet. And now you're probably going to push it back a little bit of time in response to not meaning to announce it yet. But the initial thing was it's going to be shut down over the next year. And that's what I believe. I believe by next next May, May 2024, the store will be gone. No way it isn't. This sucks. Like th These are a lot of good games already. And the thought that everything's gone within a year mm -hmm. yeah that absolutely sucks and they they deserve to get blown up for this um because people need to let people people need to let the people in power know you care about this shit and you will be mad if they take it away because then they worry that you won't buy their system next time uh chat yeah, is Sony... letting me know that uh daytona usa is on back pat but you have to buy it through the 360 store so there's even some of these yeah weird yeah. situations like that what a nightmare what were you gonna say, uh, but Chris? Yes, like like Sony got hit so hard on this exact thing that they're like, okay, we should, we're, we're not, we're not yet. Please stop. Yeah, and that's the thing. We apparently have to do this every single time. Yeah, they aren't gonna learn. Like, no, motherfucker, you need to understand. When you offered to sell me a game that didn't physically exist, you gave me an engagement ring. This is now committed. <laughs> okay. We're getting married, motherfucker. <laughs> you don't get to pull out. I will shoot you to death. Anyways, that's, that's it for Bob News. I'm going to do my news. All right. Uh, Smash Remix, a fan effort to mod uh, Smash on 64. A shitload and added a bunch of cool features. Added two new characters. One's King DDD. The other one's Marina Lightyears from Mischief Makers. Yes. And they made a really hype trailer for this that I recommend everyone go look it up. It's Smash Remix 1.3. That was an awesome trailer. I love Mischief Makers. I love Marina Lightyears. It's so good. And so does Tosh. Yeah, they need to add B. Stector. <laughs> what? That, that would be really good. Those are the guys from Mischief Makers. Oh, with okay. the, with the incredibly shrill, awful voices. I love Lunar's voice line. Through fire! Justice is served! And then he has the really great, how could I lose yes. to you? Yeah, I should probably put that on the redemption. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, they're really good sounds. They're really good voice clips. Uh, it's really cool because, of course, since Marina's in Smash 64, that means they've made a full 3D model. And it's actually really faithful. And I looked at it and I was like, that actually would have been cool too. Huh? They could have made a 3D one and it would have looked. Yeah, no, I wish, I wish that... They made more mischief, mischief makers. makers. Yeah, I wish absolutely. that company didn't just sink. Yeah. 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 It would be great if Isn't Treasure it, was. Is, aren't they out Treasure? Bangers. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, their company just lost all real employees for a bit there and then slowly came back to license uh, ports. And oh, yeah. They ports. just they just do ports. Yeah. They, as far oh, as I know, we have to we have to put all our hope into Double Shake. Yeah. Yes. Th th that Double Shake demo is pretty fun. Yeah. I'm really excited for that. Hopefully it comes out. Um, ever at all. That reminds I'm a, I'm me a, that I'm a patient uh, man. before Double Shake comes out, I need to actually beat Tomba. 
a game that is so fucking bizarre and impenetrable. I have been bounced off it every <laughs> single time I've ever tried. It is the best. Well, <laughs> <laughs> once you figure out what it is, you feel like you have ascended to a new plane. Oh, I see this in our not in the news document, but posted in our big think channel. It, Platinum Games is doing a 10th anniversary of Melia Rising. Yep. Great. Yep. Hopefully, minimum I want a minimum minimum I want a port. Right. Ideally, I want a sequel. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember when exactly that was scheduled for. Uh, it looks like February 21st. Okay, so it was three weeks from now. That's what I remembered, but I was like, I don't want to say the wrong fucking thing while we're live. Right. Um, hey, Agro, I hear you have some news that's also going to say it. <laughs> yes, it, it, uh, it turns out that Wolverine is going to say it. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, in, in one of several articles to come out this week, basically just <laughs> quoting something Jeff Grubb said on his podcast. Uh-huh. Um, the Insomniac Wolverine game will be going for a, and the quote is, hard <laughs> R rating. Really hope I don't know why everybody's M. so confused by that. Because, like, well, they meant like a, they were going for like a movie. Right. Like a hard <laughs> R rating. I was, I've genuinely been confused. Like, guys, that's, not a weird turn of phrase that's used constantly. Chris, Chris, Chris. They don't make our movies anymore. Of course no <laughs> one knows true. what that means. That's true. Kids that's are true. way more familiar with the concept of the hard R. That's than true. They are an R movie. They don't even know what an R movie would uh, be. They're Disney like only is God making forgives. a fucking that's... Disney is making a fucking PG-13 blade. Nobody has ever fumbled the bag harder. So I guess I shouldn't be surprised that people don't know what our movies are. Just failed the assignment right out of the gate. <laughs> yeah. So they did. If if Blade <laughs> cannot say cannot say the quote about motherfuckers ice skating uphill, the movie is a zero. Yeah, that's fact. fair. That's fact. Yeah. So we're apparently looking at a fall 2024 release that might get pushed back to 2025. Fine so it's by just me. out there on the horizon. So good. He did say an interesting thing that it's not going to be open world like Spider-Man was. He compared it to the way God of War is structured. Semi-open world, pretty linear, which, I mean, that I'm makes salivating. a lot more sense for a Wolverine game. Yeah. You yeah. can't, like, like, unless you, like, you have a giant open world and in every street corner there's just somebody who's willing to fastball special you across <laughs> the city. <laughs> you know, that might, the, the, the semi-open world description makes actually makes me think it's going to be structured like a ratchet game because they're kind of like that mm. you know when they have a proper amount of levels that are the big open levels instead of uh a rift apart or which i feel like had the big one where you do the digs oh yeah and then i'm trying to think of and one more than that even yeah, there's the city but that thing the city one sucks to travel around in, though. You're getting on trolleys nonstop and I mean, flipping dimensions. I mean, dimensions. Rift Apart had a lot of really big levels. It had, like, the archive level where you're going around on the boots really fast and then had the, the level that Rivet starts in where you're flying around on the dragon and going through the swamps. Like, it had a pretty good amount of yes, huge levels. Yes, that one's good and big and open. So I'd really give it to that one and the other one I was talking about. I think it's... Like, this is Jeff Grubb, so it's like, yeah, all this sounds like what you would expect from that game, so... We got most of this information a bit ago. Oh. 
Yeah, that's the draft Jeff Grubb special. Oh, a bunch yeah. of people already said it. I'm saying it too. Yeah, I think we either got this yeah. last month or the month before, but it was like from other sources. And this week, everyone heard Jeff Grubb say it. That's right. He <laughs> said the hard. We can quote him with that, actually. I like this last bullet, though. It seems insane to have to say this. Yeah, but he he did make mention that it's it, it will have nothing to do with an existing movie version. It has nothing to do with the Fox movies or Hugh Jackman's version. They're doing a different Wolverine, probably from before he joins the team. So, Amazing. Yeah. By the or, way, when you were talking about that means... is there going to be someone on every corner trying, able to do the fastball special? I'm like, is there going to be someone on every corner who asks them to do a thing and Wolverine just goes, no. <laughs> but, but it being pre-X-Men means we're going to get the uh, libertarian guy with Asian wife arc where he's in Japan yeah <laughs> Silver Samurai better be in this game there better be a boss fight against Silver Samurai oh that would be so good and they get the actor for Gene Sakai <laughs> also, also we God. need Omega Red a lot of people don't like Omega Red I think he rules I, I remember him in uh, Marvel's Capcom 2, and he rocks. So a I, lot of I'm people cool think it. he's lame, but he's like, no, no, he has he has a death factor. It's the opposite of the healing factor, and he <laughs> gets you with his weird metal tendrils and shoots the death factor into you. It's very cool. That sounds incredibly stupid, but I get it. No, no, that's really cool. <laughs> I like that too. I think it's neat. I mean, he he does kind of look like. Um an image comics character. Yeah, everybody in the 90s looked like that. Aggro. <laughs> yeah, that was, be nice. it, was, it was the time. <laughs> it's, a, it's a condition. Uh, he's be also, nice. he's also from the Japanese X-Men, the animated series opening that looks a billion times better than the actual oh, cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, that thing looks so much better. God, if I would have been a Japanese kid, I'd have been pissed. I'd be like, <laughs> why does the opening look like this? And then the show looks like that. I mean, to be fair, you could have said the same of Rugrats. That shit's insane. That POV <laughs> shot in the fucking intro. Like, oh my god, there's so many frames, and then the episode starts and it's like, oh. Alright. In other news, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Mist is apparently getting its 2021 Unreal 4 version ported to iPhones sometime this year we don't have a date yet for the 30th anniversary okay uh cyan says that it's optimized for ios devices with the m1 chips see this is where when reading the news docket i didn't realize there was the 2021 unreal engine 4 version so i'm like how are they optimizing these images for m1 <laughs> these pngs are crisp damn son Oh yeah, I think my my iPad has the M1 chip. I can yeah. play optimized Mist. Yeah, and Bob, <laughs> you're you in luck because it's going to be like free to download, and you can dick around on Mist Island. But then, if you are able to figure out how to get off Mist Island and want to continue playing, you then pay like fifteen bucks in app for the rest of the game. Whoa! I, you're I, telling me the entire game, as far as I'm concerned, is free. Yeah, I was like, can't you beat the game on this island if yeah, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if they lock that off or not. <laughs> you put in the code and it's like, give us $15. You you can't do this. You're not allowed. <laughs> it just plays the Chris Wolf art. Fuck you. <laughs> when you try to get that ending. <laughs> uh, apparently includes something they had in the uh, original Unreal 4 version where you can randomize a bunch of the puzzles. So that's 
always nice. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. You know, this MacBook's M1, so you can, you can try it on that. Just be like, oh, is it good? Yeah. They're still working on that Riven remake. Just don't hear anything about it. Well, at least this project gives them more money for that, you would think. Yep. So, so when does the hell stream happen where uh, <sighs> you put Bob in front of Mist and then leave? Well, see, here's the thing. I have to put Bob in front of Mist and, and tape aggro to a chair and gag aggro as he watches <laughs> Bob try to solve the puzzles. And most of the stream view, in fact, transparency over the whole stream image is aggro's eyes. So you could see the pain. <laughs> and since, since he had to use like three t-shirts to wrap around my face <laughs> to stop me from yelling through the gag, they're able to absorb enough blood to where I die from having bitten my tongue off before you realize anything is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Agro just looks like fucking Joshua Graham from Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so apparently, uh -huh. uh, if you go to PlayStation's warranty site, uh, this was discovered by Reddit user loyal underscore frost. If you go to register a DualSense controller, the drop-down menu for what color it is includes two as-yet-unreleased colors. Oh. Uh, which, it this may be, you know, new things they're going to release, or random placeholders, or something that isn't supposed to be there. Either way, uh, they are metallic red and metallic gray, which would be neat. I mean, we already have a red one. We already have a gray one. I mean, so, you know, just fuck me, I guess. Agro, we have all the other colors covered, so why not do a second version of some of these controls? I would say they might even do three or four blues and, and, and reds. I almost said green. Why would I? Yeah, why would, they yeah, why would you say green? That just, that's completely ridiculous. Make them up nonsense. <laughs> Who would want a green controller? That would be fucking crazy, right? <laughs> Metallic red. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> That's it for Agro News. We're heading over to Chris now. Uh... <laughs> Say it with me, everybody. Uh... My service game will not succeed. My service, service game, game will, will not, not succeed. My service, service game, game will, will not, not succeed. succeed. But but what if Rum <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, 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 um, no. Rumble versus shutting down on the 23rd of February. They're giving refunds to everybody who uh, bought anything in the game. I agree with Bob's Twitter take that that should be legally mandated. So companies don't just leap into this pool without giving it a second thought. If, if you think you're going to make so little money, it will eventually you'll want to pull the plug real fast. Lose all the money. You should get fucking hit like sonic getting hit and lose all your rings yes absolutely yes. that's true uh, knockout city is also dead oh god all right all they, right. they announced that during the show of course that was the a one right yes okay oh, but don't worry skate will be fine i totally didn't bring up knockout city being dead already when they announced that skate was a fucking service game now that totally isn't gonna come out lose all its players in a month and be shut down in a year like every single one of these i'm really glad that publishers have rocks in their skulls 
If How many of these things to... need to die? How many before you learn? Clearly too many. Like every publisher is just insane at this point and has no market research because they're all looking at the market and they go, no one would just want a normal game at 50 or $60 that was just fucking medicated and had a beginning and middle and an end. No, no one would want that. Yeah, Fortnite I've... makes more money than all of us, so obviously we need to make our Fortnite. And the the fucked up thing is the fur the longer we get like the longer the as the march of time goes on, these service games become less likely to succeed because the the rare successful ones entrench themselves. Nobody's gonna play your thing instead of Fortnite. Nobody. They have skins in Fortnite. They have history in Fortnite. The sunken cost fallacy, if nothing else, will keep them from switching to your game. Yeah, I really don't hear people who are regularly playing Fortnite ever once be like, hey, this new service game came out and I tried it and gave it a fair shake for like 10, 20 hours. Mm -hmm. It's usually just nothing but Fortnite from them, which makes like, sense. Fortnite's really good, actually, which reminds me, I'm out of a game of the year. I could I could go play <laughs> Fortnite. Yay! I'm no longer like, grounded! <laughs> death. All, every conceivable genre now has a major service game entrenched in it any genre that can support a service game yeah i'm trying I, to think of like i think you're right yeah i really wonder if how multiverses is doing if that's also just going to just crash soon that's in a different genre and like brawlhalla does pretty good so i imagine probably ate brawlhalla's lunch and is probably doing fine hopefully because because Bra brawlhalla is that one where ubisoft would be like it has 800 million players and i'm like are they all under my couch <laughs> where are they well fraggles are really into this game <laughs> uh at least knockout city they're doing something where you'll be able to set up private personal servers for it so you can play it that way if you really liked it that's which is awesome. more than most of these get yeah. yeah yeah it's really unfortunate that they never do that it should be legally required yes uh, uh, you know, before we exit this part, I just wanted to say, I already thought Knockout City was shut down. That's fair. As no someone who covers this news, like news for the last four years, this happened so fast <laughs> that I just assumed at some level this has already happened. Yeah. Cal, Cal Lightsaber 2, meaning... Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor has been delayed until April 28th, which uh, that's a six week delay that happened six weeks before the game came out. Uh, that, that, that means that there was a bug they didn't find that, that Sony did find. Yep. yep. I'd like to note, uh, hilariously, Eric has had two incredibly powerful, but also minor in his effort contributions to the podcast network. Yeah. One is the fact he called him Cal, Cal Lightsaber because the pause menu on Jedi Survivor or Jedi Fallen Order has it next, has his name next to you selecting the lightsaber or showing you what it is. Uh -huh. So it looks like it just says his name's Cal Lightsaber. So that's why we started calling him that because Eric did. That was very funny. The other one is when he came in to do reads for categories. He was like, I'm surprised you guys don't have a biggest cut category. And I'm like, go ahead, just do the read. <laughs> and then weirdly, that year, that category appeared. 
and it gave us uh, the best category of 2022's game of the year. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That that the, the voice actor for uh, N was very very happy about his nomination. <laughs> uh, Microsoft is increasing the price of the Series S and Series X by fifty thousand yen each in Japan. All right. There's a method to this madness, I assume. Wait, I think it's only five thousand. Fifty thousand would be like five hundred dollars. Okay, I was yeah, like, I was like, I was like, that doesn't sound right, but I don't fucking know. Yeah, it's <laughs> only five thousand. We doubled the price. I, is that okay? It is now three EO priced. <laughs> I mean, they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna sell the same amount of those, no matter what the price is. None. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. They they used to care about the Japanese market at the early three sixty, and that was like one of the coolest eras for Xbox. Yeah, Lost Odyssey is still a fantastic game. Thank God it wasn't on that list. It yeah, was. Oh wait. Oh no. But it's all. But it's already on back and pat. So <laughs> right. I fucking walked into the stop sign because I don't have eyeballs. <laughs> uh, rare, rare Nippon Ichi Software of America W. Uh, they are localizing uh, Rhapsody Two: Ballad of the Little Princess and Rhapsody Three: Memories of Marl Kingdom to. Uh, Two games we never got in America. They're localizing them both at once, putting them in a collection and actually putting them on PlayStation. Whoa. Uh, they still aren't putting the first Rhapsody on PlayStation, even though they did that one recently. <sighs> okay. <laughs> but it's it's nice that Disgaea 6, Disgaea 6 must have done much less good than they expected on Switch by itself, because now, now it seems to be like, maybe we should ship on PlayStation where... Most of our fans are. Shock. Weird. The series started there and people want to stay there? I don't get it. Why do people like pl playing on the platforms they like playing on? The confusion is real. Uh, but yeah, great. Um, Atlas, where's fucking Princess Crown? Yeah, I don't know, man. This new era of, of getting... Okay, one, where's Princess Crown? Two, Bamco, where the is Tales of Rebirth? Heck, where are any of the Tales games from that that sort of generation? Like we we have Abyss and Vesperia, not Vesperia. Um, we don't have Abyss. Legit, yeah. I'm saying we didn't have. We don't have those. We don't have Legendia or Abyss on any modern platform. Yeah, but Rebirth was never even localized. Oh yeah, that's the one that we never got. We got fucking Legendia, but we never got Rebirth. But yeah. Bring that shit over. I guess this is my new co-host. <laughs> One moment, I can't remember a list I read 10 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, Lara Croft has been sold into slavery. That's right. Amazon bought, as I typoed, Tom Brader. <laughs> Amazon bought Tomb Raider for... 600 million blank. We don't know if it's USD. It's probably not. It's probably Kroner because Embracer is from that country, which would be 57 million USD. We, they, we still don't have any confirmation from what I can find, but it's almost certain they did not pay double for Tomb Raider what Embracer paid for two Death Studios. The interesting thing is um, the apparently when they bought the two dev studios, they bought all their debts and everything else. So if there is any outstanding debts for those studios, they would have ended up buying that. So that also could 
go into the maths of how any of that would make sense if this was that much money. I, I just can't see Amazon paying that much for Tomb Raider. I don't know. Tomb Raider. I can see Amazon being really stupid. <laughs> yeah, Tomb Raider is a big enough name where it does command a large price in my head. I mean, even if it's I, been drunk I don't the think so. And also, it's Amazon. They 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 would pay they billions. They did rings of power. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think Amazon has good business savvy. But the question here is whether or not this is, you know, and hopefully we get official confirmation at some point if this is U.S. dollars or whatever, you know. Um, I think Tomb Raider's a strong brand. I don't know. That's sort of fucking no. I don't. <laughs> is it a strong brand? I feel like Tomb Raider is in that thing of that that field of like. People say it's important, but it has never made as much money as anyone wanted not once. Like maybe back on the original PlayStation. But after that, it was just, here's a movie that didn't do good. Here's another movie that didn't do good. Here's I mean, at the end of the day, didn't do as well as we wanted. At the end of the day, it really doesn't matter how good the product is. It's name recognition. Like people, more people know Tomb Raider than most video game brands. And I say most because... There are so many different franchises and video games. So I, I, I guess could, that's true. Yeah. Like th th when Amazon looks at this, they're going to be like, that has two Hollywood films. Well, three, actually. <laughs> one <laughs> yeah, of those does three. not count. Yeah. One of those does not count. Uh, but they would probably look at it like that. Meanwhile, realistically, uh, you know, if we're going to base on quality of the average product, I might argue Heavenly Sword is a better <laughs> look than Tomb Raider, but. PS2 era was really rough to Tomb Raider and so was the fact they did the reboot trilogy in such a weird way and no one liked it, uh, it like it largely right people liked the first game but then who knows uh they want to make it into a Marvel like franchise with games movies and TV shows and they're already moving on another movie and a TV show yeah, I saw they announced the TV show before they even did this acquisition. Like, I could have sworn we got an announcement of that a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I don't know if there was an announcement or if it was a leak. But yes, I also remember that because I, it was a what's up. I was going to say that they're, if they're making a TV show and a movie, I predict the TV show will be the one where she becomes the Tomb Raider. And the movie will be the one where she does not. Yes. It's they, the other they, also, route. <laughs> they also implied they want this shit to all be interconnected, which with that in mind, the leak we got of the next Tomb Raider will be some weird thing where she's building the team. All right. I'm going to go walk into the ocean because that's God. the least appealing Tomb Raider game I've ever heard described. Yeah. I don't... See, I was brainstorming with somebody's like they could make this really good if they if she's now like Tomb Cop. <laughs> Because because the new Tomb Raider games do the, do, the, do the exact same thing as the Uncharted games do, where it's like, at the end, the, there's one real suit, there's one supernatural thing, but it gets destroyed, so we never have to think about it ever again. So, like, they could be like, Laura has to build this team to stop the evil Tomb Raiders from getting a hold of these artifacts. It's so weird, the Tomb Raiders in this position of, there is Tomb Raider, Laura Croft. <sighs> And there's basically no other character in that universe anyone cares about ever. Does she have a butler? I don't no, remember what the butler was like, but does she have one? <laughs> there was a character that in the first game that apparently was supposed to be her girlfriend. I'm like, that never fucking came across in that game. Oh, really? But, 
but somebody but somebody told me like yeah they they lean into it real hard in the comics and then she's never in any of the either of the sequels. I, I, okay, I take it back. I've seen one other thing people were excited for. Apparently, in one of the two mirror games, they have an evil clone clone of Laura Croft. I've never heard of this holy shit. That I've month never would be heard insane. of that. Yeah, right. Oh my god. <laughs> Was it Tomb Raider month one of the months in our, our list? Because I feel like yeah, it was the, entertained at some point. I think that everyone was too much of cowards <laughs> to vote for Tomb Raider month. <laughs> but yeah, chalk this up to chalk this up to Amazon just making the worst decisions because they don't know how to keep making profit go up. Yeah. I I mean they have they have infinite imaginary money. They have more than Microsoft in a sense. <laughs> This sucks. I was uh, that uh, game sucks. I don't know about the rest of this. Whatever. I don't. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. I was hoping we'd get a new Tomb Raider that wouldn't have weird baggage, and they'd be able to do like a reboot, reboot, and maybe be good. Uh huh. I mean, and this might I have, this like, might be a reboot. Like, oh yeah. The, the the language kind of implied it wasn't, but now that it's Amazon's Buck Wild cinematic universe, mm-hmm. maybe it will be. Yeah, and all that baggage hurts it though. Like, it has to be the movie, TV, and game. Yeah, that's true. Mm hmm. Absolutely. Also, I Minor don't want news. tech companies to own fucking anything. Stay out of gaming. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah I, I was, I, you know, I was going to say before this news stay even dropped. Stay out of Riverdale. Up, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say before any of this news dropped, do you think Amazon gets bored now that Stadia's out? Do you think they drop the Luna in the next year? Because they're just like, well, Google quit. We don't care anymore. I can't imagine it being that. Like, it, it has to go around soon. Like, it has to go away soon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Like, as we talked about before, it doesn't. it's not nearly as much of an investment on their end as Stadia was for Google because they don't need to get people to port things to it. It's just literally PC version. Yeah, just get this running on a PC spec. Right. Yeah. So it might but just I, be easy enough where it's like, we're making a minor profit. Right. But who knows? Maybe it's not even doing that at all. Maybe they're not making literally any money. I'm sure they're making no money. Yeah. Uh, But But I mean, as long as they're not losing a whole bunch of money, it might be worth it to be able to like point to and go, and also we own this thing. What a diverse and special company are we? Yeah. And Amazon does that with a lot of things like the Kindle products and the, all the different products they have that spy on you. Yeah. But this can't spy on you any more than anything else they do. So I don't or know. Or any less, actually. It will spy exactly as much. Because I'm sure their controller has a mic in it, too. Oh, yeah. It does have a controller that probably has a microphone in it. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure. Sure. We'll, yeah, get, get, get more of those microphones in the home. Yippee. <laughs> Was Amazon the manufacturer of that drone that will just fly around your house? I don't remember who made that. I can't remember who made that absolutely insane product, but the marketing and stuff was like, it's only as loud as a blender. And I'm like, well, it's... <laughs> That's insanely loud, my man. I feel bad anytime I turn on a blender because everyone in the house is aware. It's literally <laughs> the Simpsons gag of it's whisper quiet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Dan, that was aggro Silent Hill pitch. Thank you, suspicious. You <laughs> Anyways, what's the next news, Chris? <laughs> uh, there's supposed to be a Nintendo Direct next week. Ooh. On 7th. Okay. Uh, and part of that seems like it's going to be that Nintendo is going to bring back those game vouchers they did in 2019 and never any, and that every other country just have forever. Oh, I forgot about these. Wait, but the other countries N- had them? Yeah, forever. They were just what? part, they're just 
that that's just a deal that was always active. What? And that's where Nintendo you buy like America's, two games and it's cheaper, right? And you save like ten dollars each or something. Yes, you buy you get two games for a hundred. Oh my god! Yeah, that. What? I'm upset. Yeah, there's a lot of games I wouldn't have skipped if that had been a deal because I just didn't want to pay sixty dollars for them. Yeah, the game vouchers are actually announced, but the Nintendo Direct is supposed to happen next week, allegedly. Is that uh, right? Yeah, allegedly. And also the deal's worse now because you have to be an active Nintendo Switch oh, Online subscriber and you did not have right. to do that originally. We can't mm. let you save $20. <laughs> we got to make sure we have you on bill for buying this thing once a year. And then you can save $20. And that sucks. Big news, big news. Oh, New evidence has come forward supporting the <laughs> alleged claim allegedly that Billy Mitchell allegedly cheated at Donkey Kong. Uh, it, it was some <laughs> I feel photographs. Like we don't even need legends anymore. <laughs> they, we do until it's until it's until his name is stricken from those records. Bob, oh, right. we, Bob, we I'm are sorry, within I'm striking sorry. distance. You I'm know s- that, right? I'm sorry. Allegedly, he is in this state. Yes, <laughs> he's approaching right now. Uh, specifically, the claim is that he used a modded cabinet with an eight-way joystick. The joystick in Donkey Kong is only four-way. Uh-huh. Um, even more specifically, since many of the things in the game respond directly to your directional inputs, this would allow a player to do things such as you can climb the ladder while inputting left or right to manipulate where the barrels go to make it easier. Oh. Oh. Huh. So uh, that would not be allowed, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows yet? Uh, He's got his hitbox hooked up. It, yeah. It, it sure is weird that uh, all these things keep coming out about this one guy in such an irrelevant area. It's, mm. it's almost like all these allegations might uh, indicate something. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Uh, uh, we missed this in the in in the service games are dead round, but Back for Blood is also dead. It updated not, today, and I'm like, "Aren't you dead?" <laughs> it's, it's not being shut down, but it's like we're done. We're done making things for it because a surprise. Nobody really liked it because we instead mm. of just making Left for Dead three, we had to make a weird thing where you open card packs to get skill cards to put on your character. Why did you do that? Nobody wanted that. I seriously can't get over how many things is yeah. remember that good thing well we we ruined it <laughs> like we got we got we got callisto protocol and back for blood in such a short period of time in the grand scheme of things where it's just like no stop stop just make just make the thing <laughs> stop breaking it with your new ideas that suck skate's gonna be great <laughs> thanks bob if it ships. So as I'm looking up, as I'm looking up to make sure I remembered this name, this person's name correctly, because as everyone knows, I am terrible with names. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Bob, you have to use allegedly because Billy Mitchell's going to, he's going to team up with Jack Thompson and they're both going to come for us. These relevant gaming icons. No. And when I Googled Jack Thompson, it says American activist. And I'm like, Oh, is that what they call you when you, when you get the bar taken away or whatever, when you get banned? <laughs> That's uh really good. <laughs> uh final bit of news. Uh back in October, uh Ross Chaston 
a NASCAR driver mm-hmm. was like, I need, I need, I need to place in the top four and I'm in 10th place. Time to stomp the accelerator and hug the wall like I'm playing NASCAR on the GameCube. What Chad? <laughs> uh, NASCAR has since said, none of y'all better ever do that again. Tough but fair. Yeah. yeah. Their explanation is specifically like, somebody's going to die if you do this, if the people do keep doing this. So you're not allowed to do it ever again. If you do it, we're just going to give you a time penalty so it'll re- erase any, ga- any gains you made doing it. Don't ever do that again. We don't need someone flipping over the wall and killing a bunch of people like fucking Final Destination. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. all I was thinking about, Not too. even one of the good ones. <laughs> no, no, not even one of those. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's a good thing they did that. Yeah. It's absolutely, it's like, it's funny as hell that it happened once, but oh my God. Yeah, it's clearly an unsafe tactic. He's like, I didn't think about how I put my life in danger because I was in the zone and my GameCube day said, do it. Do it, coward. <laughs> Anyways, that's it for news, unless somebody has any late additions. Yeah, did any other uh, service games end while we were no. live? While we were live? On Friday, uh, considering patterns. Redfall uh, announced that it's going to have, uh, you have to always be online, even when you're single player. That's true. So, so there, a new service game to die. Start the clock. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, that's every game on Xbox because of Game Pass. Yep. <laughs> I expected it, so the news didn't even phase me. But I'm just like, yeah, the next Borderlands is going to do that too, I bet. Nobody wants to make a game that's like at all able to be played offline anymore. Because they have to protect their economy. Something, that's so biz- some, something that actually I found out that I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're playing a digital upgrade of a PS, like a PS4 game to PS5, you have to be online, even if you have the disc and the hard drive. Is that true? That is true, because I was talking to somebody who was doing it with Elden Ring, and is like, my fucking, my internet went out and it shut down the game. What? I'm going to test that in a second here, because that seems unreal. I feel like that should have happened already. It might only be well, certain wait, games. Wait, doesn't Elden Ring have a level of online connection? It does. You can still play it offline, and if you have the disc in the drive, it should let you play the digital version. Mm-hmm. It should let you play the upgrade. I could have played. I played this yeah. without internet connection yeah, on that like, exact situation. But. I feel like I did too. Maybe I'm misremembering which game it was. It might not have been Elden Ring, honestly. I just know there was one. I was like, yeah, fuck these new consoles. They went on a tirade. Because like the Xbox is that. The Xbox is if you're trying to play an Xbox One game on a series console, it will not let you play it unless you connect online to authorize it in the first place. But... I, I feel like I've played a PS4 game on a PS... Well, a PS4 game with a PS5 upgrade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have to search. I yeah, feel we, like we I have a game that's that. But Yeah, I, I know I do. Cause there I are mean, Cyberpunk. That were like that. Aggro, quick. Turn off the internet on your PS5 and boot Cyberpunk. The game you gave back to me. Yep. So just open your door and throw that disc across town. <laughs> be free I'll, I'll stand here and try not to get final destination to buy it <laughs> yeah I mean if I can throw that across town you're probably dead <laughs> look out man <laughs> anyways that's that's it for the news <laughs> tomorrow Bob and I are streaming Matt Hazard games this is such a cultured thumbnail 
Just a sec, did a great job. I like that the text is very SpongeBob. <laughs> very, very SpongeBob, in my opinion. I, I fucking love the game cases. Those are brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that, that really pulls it all together. Uh, we will be doing Eat Lead, the, the Return of Matt Hazard, and Matt Hazard, Bloodbath, and Beyond. On this, with the power of the Series X, it will load. It loads loading screens so fast it's like flash banging you. It's really dire, you guys. Uh, and then uh, probably Sunday we'll be doing Duke Nukem Forever, the funniest game ever made. This is the this is gonna be the funniest weekend in gaming. And what's yeah. and what's your stream goal, Dan? What's the, <laughs> what's the stretch goal? Play through Bulletstorm as Duke Nukem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that's something that everyone can enjoy. What do you have going on, Chris? <laughs> uh, I'm going to stream into more Saints Row 2, and if we reach that unfortunate stream goal, I guess I have to play Saints Row the Saints Row. Uh, that's really exciting. I really want to see you play a, that a, game. A, ga a game that uh, based in, based solely on the fact that enemies have weird health meters that have that have spaces on them like they should have level numbers that I am convinced at some point was a service game. <laughs> that's great hey aggro you got anything going on in the next week i'm i'm going to continue mainlining high quality anime tactical action uh Ooh. as the psvr's release date continues to barrel towards us like a freight train god how horrifying it is weeks away anyways that's gonna do it for this episode of big think dimension see you all next time Watch the Forspoken video!